serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. It's time for Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. We'll recap last game's highlights, set the stage for kickoff, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show, all while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Southern Boone County Eagles. The biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air as the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are ready in the broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty. Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, Sawdust Studios, Southern Boone Booster Club, and Zealous WBGT. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. Now let's go live to the field to the Show Me Sports Network broadcast booth. And a very pleasant good evening, everyone. Blake Gansaway here with you, joined by Mike Freeze, as we are just a little under 30 minutes away from getting our ball game kicked off as we are set to begin district play as Class 3, District 5 football, not just our class, but district football across the state of Missouri gets underway tonight as the winner will move on to a play in quarterfinals, or semifinals action, rather. Loser, their season is done, so to say everything is on the line could be... A little bit of an understatement as these guys have spent the last uh, 10 weeks on the field and many more weeks putting in practice and two-a-days in the summer and all these things, and it all comes down to tonight, basically. Uh, it's the best time of the year. Not only do we have a fantastic night for, for, for a game like we always do, but everyone's 0-0 and everyone's got a chance, Absolutely. as Jim Carrey would say. So he's saying there's a chance. Absolutely. So, as we discussed all season, we have the wide-open district where, honestly, I think you can make a case for any team to come out of it alive. Fulton found a win last week, so they got a taste of victory. So who knows? I, I you know, if you look at our at the district, who would you give the edge to? Well, Boonville, but they're the third ranked team. The note: the first two teams are who have the, the night off. They're four and five. So it goes without saying, wide open, and all starts tonight with Eldon. And as you've Heard many coaches say in the past it is tough to beat a team for the second time. But in Eldon, they have lost six games in a row. That's a tough, tough mentality to overcome if you're the coach of the Eldon Mustangs trying to get your players in the right frame of mind You know, after losing six games in a row. Well, I think for both these two teams as well, when they match up in week six, both positive and negative But both of them are different teams, both for some positive reasons, both for some negative reasons, that it's not the two teams that matched up on uh, on that game back on the 30th of 
uh, last month. It was a 42-20 final in favor of Southern Boot. That brings the series matchup to an even 7-7, seven and seven, 15th matchup between the two teams. So they're very familiar. They played each other twice last year. They're playing each other twice this year. And as you said, uh, they've got a, a big key back as their starting quarterback. He is back tonight. We did not see him in the Week 6 matchup due to an injury. So, But likewise... We also have some injuries as well. We've got some players back, but yes. still have some that that we're definitely getting hurt. Getting some back. We, you know, we, we're we're trying to. I've seen some watching the pregame out there. We saw some new faces on the offensive line that we haven't seen this year. Um, looks like Noah's going to get some chance to play some right tackle. Hayden Ins- Insley's back. He's going to get a chance to play some left guard in place of uh, Dylan Isles, who's out for the rest of the year. So definitely will be key to see how well they do. Um, Hess is a very, very fine quarterback. He he can run the ball when he needs to. He's got a pretty good arm, makes good decisions. So, yeah, definitely uh, teams have changed a little bit. Obviously, Eagles have lost a couple in a row. That always takes a little bit, you know, against your pride and your ego. So we'll see how uh, these two teams start off. But certainly I think the key is going to be who starts out the better will probably be the one because I, uh, I don't think the Mustangs – have the mentality necessarily to come back after their season has come has played out the way it has well in class three district five action of course we kind of hit on it top seed moberly second seed is mexico both of them having a bye week this week and then uh the uh, three seed boonville hosting the number six seed fulton their game of course will be a boonville that's set for a seven o'clock kickoff as well and then uh, number four seed for southern boone hosting here uh, the number five seed in Eldon. So good matchups. Winner of tonight's game will go on to play Moberly next Friday night. That'll be at Moberly. I think between the two teams and looking at Moberly and Mexico, would definitely uh, like the matchup maybe just a hair better uh, for Moberly. Plus, we haven't seen them this season. It's, it is always nice to see a different team. Uh, Mexico, uh, certainly down this year over years past. Uh, you know, Either one of them is fine, but obviously it's already slotted. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely be playing mobile if we went tonight then after that then uh, we'll see where we go after that you know if technically if we are the higher seed left we could get a, a game back here in a couple weeks but i'd be all right i think yeah. with all of us but we, i guess we'd have to have fulton needs to win then <laughs> so come on fulton you know there's i mean there's there's a first time for it wouldn't be the first time but you know yeah. there's the first time for everything so fulton finding that win last week win number one so be a good opportunity for them to uh Maybe find a few wins uh, along the way as well. But, you know, nevertheless, we've got to focus on the game here tonight as if our guys don't do their job, then really it's it's all for naught. And right. we'll start talking about basketball and wrestling season. Yeah. But it's it's a good matchup tonight. Uh, what I like about Eldon, if I was a fan of Eldon, you know, they, they, they run and pass equally. Uh, they don't do one more than the other. They have a pretty solid offensive line. Not the best. That would have been an Osage and Blair Oaks had the best offensive lines this year. But they still have some good size. It's uh, some pretty good. Um, but they're young. They have a couple sophomores to start. They got some big sophomores. They have. They have. A, they have a couple big boys, no doubt. One of them is what? A couple of three hundred pounders. So yeah. they definitely have some size. But three fifty-two and three seventeen, and they are all yeah. of three three yeah. bills apiece. But the the issue though, when you get to be that big, so young, you know, they usually don't have as good as feet. So our guys will have no problem getting around them. So, um, but certainly. So, yeah, definitely a good matchup. You know, Eldon can be capable. They, they've shown it in the past. Uh, they do have some, some good coaching, and they've been a thorn in our side before. So 
definitely this is a game that we're going to have to look good, come off, and certainly our offensive line with the substitutions, that's going to be a big key to see how well they start. Eldon does run a lot of stunts. Not, not as many blitzes, but they do run a lot of stunts, and the, the stunts is where the linemen don't necessarily go straight. They go hard right, hard left, and they loop around each other, do crosses, loops, things like that, and that can be tough for an inexperienced offensive line. And uh, if uh, Inslee and Noah both are playing offensive line a lot tonight, those two guys uh, haven't played any offensive line yet this year that I that I recall. So definitely be a big challenge for them, but they're both excellent players on defense, so they know they we know they have the ability, they have the good football smart, so hopefully they can step up and lead the way. Another big thing, too, tonight is uh, for as much rain as we got early in the week, the field looks pretty doggone good. I know the plan originally was to practice all week on it. They did get a little practice on it, but, you know, due to that rainfall, they just couldn't tear it up, you know, tried to limit the, the abuse that the field gets, but it looks pretty good. There are some muddy spots on the sidelines, but as far as the actual field, it looks uh, looks pretty good, all things considered, for the amount of rain that, that uh, fell here in the area early in the week had some wind that helped dry some things out as well but you know down on the field for for uh watching the players warm up a little bit you know something that uh just amazes me is with uh, austin evans the starting quarterback the the uh junior you know he was putting some balls and just just laying them out beautifully for his receivers and you know really for him we've seen him grow a lot this season and tonight i think uh tonight's game will you know be no different that he's got to make those adjustments that uh, he needs along the way but if he continues to play like he has he's he's going to do well yeah high expectation for him for him he's done well all year he he rarely makes the same mistake twice in the game he does a really good job he's very coachable he listens well so yeah expecting some big things for him I, if the offensive line can give him some time i think we'll i think we can run it if we desire pass it i think we'll have a, a pretty good equal both ways uh we do get uh, on defense. I know we're getting back our linebackers of both Mange and Taylor are back as well as Inslee, so that's going to be huge. So I think uh, the key is going to be how well our offensive line plays tonight. Do they give enough room for our guys to run, give enough room for Evans to get the ball out to his wide receivers? So uh, I think we'll have a pretty good game tonight because I do believe the offensive line is going to step it up and do very good. Well, we're going to take a quick break here and be back with our pregame conversation with head coach and Mark Ross as you're listening to the exclusive broadcast for Southern Boone County Eagles football here as Class 3 District 5 action here on the Show Me Sports Network. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, retrievingfreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Welcome back to our Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show here on the Show Me Sports Network. We're joined by Southern Boone County Eagles football head coach Mark Ross. Coach Ross, thanks for joining us before tonight's game. Yeah, you bet. Thanks for having me. 
Uh, last week, your squad wrapped up their regular season campaign as they hosted the Blair Oaks Falcons. That was in a Tri-County Conference matchup. Blair Oaks came out on top by the 63-6 to final. What were your thoughts on the game last week? Yeah, you know, obviously didn't uh, didn't go the way that we hope, you know, as far as, you know, doing some executing of some different things that we wanted to really get a good look at against a quality opponent, you know. But again, learning experience is definitely stuff to take away from on film and things that we've seen throughout the course of the last few weeks here with some injuries and those sorts of things. And so it's just back to work on, on the next one. Well, you definitely know, and it's something we've talked about, Blair Oaks seems like they're just a juggernaut of a team year in, year out. doesn't really matter uh, what, what year it is. They're definitely a team that's uh, the real deal for sure. Yeah, definitely. You know, they're, they're extremely well coached, and, and the kids are very disciplined. That shows week in and week out. Well, this was the 18th matchup between the two squads with the Falcons claiming the previous 17 matchups. But I do have to say I was very impressed with how the squad stepped up to the tall task and handled themselves the last week. Yeah, you know, again, I think it's no secret that everybody in the area has since trying to emulate the success that Blair Oaks has had, and that was something that we talked about. Uh, you've seen it. You know, now we need to go out and make it our own and find a way to, to make it happen on our end. Well, another thing, too, that uh, we talked about during our broadcast is that iron sharpens iron. So it's really important to play some of these powerhouse teams, not just, as you were saying, for the opportunity to, to get to look and feel at the program, but to give your guys the confidence to say, you know, and this is something you've talked about uh, this season, is that there's no reason they can't be some of that same level. They just have to, you know, have the confidence that they can do it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think you go against programs like that and there's that thought in everybody's mind going in of, oh no, it's this opponent, regardless of who it is. But that first drive of the game where we march right down the field and we go and score, you know, I think things like that do build confidence in the kids. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right on that, that you guys started off with a bang. You guys have worked all season long on recovering onside kicks, and you were finally able to see some dividends on that, and then really just marched right down the field and took that uh, opening lead. And that's the first lead that Southern Boone has had over the Falcons in quite some time. Yeah, you know, and that's something that we've talked about quite a bit. We've got to do a better job of having some excitement about us in, in the way that we start games and start the second half, be able to put points on the board early in each half. Those things really make a difference down the road, and thought that was a positive and, and good thing to see, and we'll see if we can continue to build on those things. And we saw a lot of guys in some new roles really starting to see some growth, and that's, you know, the truth to be said on both sides of the ball. I think we've seen tremendous growth throughout the course of the whole season. Obviously, not to where I want us to be yet. As far as that goes, you know, when you're talking big picture, end goal, year in and year out. But to see the growth from June 1, even August 8th to now, has been phenomenal to watch and part of. And we know a lot of these changes that we've seen, at least in the recent few weeks, have been due to injuries. But, you know, it really seems like the guys are buying into that next man up mentality, which is something that I know you guys have preached, your coaching staff, you guys have preached that since day one. Yeah, you know, I think the guys have done a really nice job of really taking that and running with it. And I think that's something that's really important. And, you know, at the end of the day, you got to find the positives of it. And the positive is that we've been able to build some more depth over the course of the last few weeks. For not always for reasons that you hope, but again, trying to find those positives. And the guys have done a really nice job of stepping up and filling a lot of those positions. What was the discussion at halftime with the squad? 
it was really, it was, you've got to start over. It's got to be a fresh start. What do you want this thing to look like at the end of the game? Know that you've got running clock in that situation. Still trying to find some positives and, and gain some momentum to really wrap that thing up. And so that was kind of the main discussion at halftime is a fresh start. You've got to go out and do what we do. And, and again, build some positive things. But I think another positive takeaway, we've seen this several weeks now, is that it's the good quality varsity start time for some of those backup players, some of the guys that are the future of the program. They just haven't uh, had a starting spot yet. Yeah, definitely. Take those opportunities, any chance you can get it, and definitely run with it. And, you know, I think we've got a lot of guys that have done a really nice job of doing that. Well, the yards were hard to come by last Friday night, but another takeaway for me, a positive takeaway, is the guys never quit on the night. I know there was one particular play, I believe it was an end around that we talked about it on the broadcast. It only went for two or three yards, but there was like 30 or 40 yards, it seemed, that was traversed just to get that short play. But again, players were bought in. They weren't quitting. They weren't giving up. I think that's one thing that we've talked about it all season throughout the course of some of these interviews. The fight in these guys has been phenomenal to see all season long. And ultimately, you know, when you get to playoff time and kind of instilling some of those things and seeing some of the fight in our guys that we've seen all season long, you know, definitely pay huge dividends this time of year. Absolutely. And that resiliency we see in those players, you know, you build up to it during the season so that then, as, as you were just saying, you get to the playoffs and, you know, they've, they've had that trial by fire. They're not quite as, you know, deer in the headlights look. Definitely. Getting those moments again and, and you get opportunities to talk to kids and say, hey, we've been here before and to do this and we believe in you. It definitely is a, is a little bit of a calming effect time of the year when the pressure's a little bit higher and there's a little bit more stake. Well, when the dust settled from last week's games, no real surprises in Class 3 District 5 standings. Oberly sits atop the standings with Mexico in second. They both finish with a 4-5 and five regular season mark. Boonville at 5-4 and four finished third. Your Eagles at 4-5 and five in fourth. Elder finished fifth at 3-6, and six, and Fulton was in last place with a 1-8 and eight mark. I know 4-5 and five isn't the mark that you guys set out to have, you know, particularly looking at the season as a whole. But, you know, after the regular season here, I still think it's been a positive season nonetheless of everything that's gone on i think there's been a lot of positive takeaways throughout the course of the season you know and hopefully we've got a good stretch of football still here ahead of us and you know keeping these guys focused on what our original goals were at the beginning of the year continuing to uh, improve each and every week and i think the guys have done a really nice job of doing that well, in this season, too, not only have we seen a lot of growth on the field uh, for the players, but there's been some new leaders emerge. They've grown as as men. I mean, there's there's lots of positives to take away. So, again, we talk about it, that 4-5 and five record maybe is a little deceiving because I think the growth is there, and ultimately that's a lot of what you want to see. Yeah, absolutely. This is something we've talked about, but taking over a program in the first year in the program is difficult because there's so much change. But definitely seeing that growth was definitely one of those things on the list of progress that we wanted to see throughout the course of this first year and certainly hasn't ended up to this point the way that we had hoped. I think there's a lot of positive things that have come out of some of those struggles and difficulty. And, you know, uh, from game one until this week, there there were several guys who were very green in their role. Some of them were even very green to the football field, but we've seen them gain that confidence and that understanding. Yeah, definitely. Some of those guys are still green. It's amazing the difference between, you know, just varsity and a JV game or a freshman game, even compared to middle school. We've still got guys that, at the end of the day, when you really look at how many snaps have they taken in varsity football games, it's still not very many at the end of the day. And again, that development has been awesome.
Absolutely. You know, another takeaway for me too is football is very situational and we talk about it with football IQ, but you know, a, a big way you build that confidence and that skill set and you build up that football IQ is you just have to be in those situations to know how to react and know what to do. Yeah, definitely. Those situations, those are hard to emulate in practice. And so until you're in some of those situations and gain that on-field experience, it can be difficult. Well, as we talked over the last few weeks here in the district, there's really been no real front runner. And I think it's anyone's ball game at this point. But again, you guys are, are sitting in a decent position with the rankings. Moberly in Mexico, they'll get a bye week this week. Uh, Boonville will be hosting Fulton. Winner of that game faces Mexico. For you guys, obviously hosting the Elden Mustangs. The winner will be playing at Moberly next week. You know, all things considered, I think there's some good matchups there. Yeah, definitely. Certainly. The only one we're worried about is the one this week, and things are definitely drastically different from week six when we played them at home here the first time. And so we've got to keep our sights on where we're at if we want to have any chance of moving on to the next level. Have you guys talked with the uh, guys at all about having a short memory about how the season went? At this point, you know, as of kickoff, really doesn't matter how good, bad, or indifferent you played in the regular season. doesn't really matter how good or bad your record was at this point. doesn't really matter. All that kind of thrown out the window. Everybody starts with an 0-0 record, focusing on getting that 1-0. Uh, and yeah, definitely. It's the first thing we talked about Monday afternoon was at this point, everybody's 0-0. Zero zero. It's nice because it is a fresh start for everyone. Some of your matchups are a little bit more challenging than others, but again, it's a fresh start to go out and make your claim on why you deserve to continue to keep playing and show some of that improvement that you've had throughout the course of the season. And so that's definitely been a big focus of ours. Well, as we've been talking tonight, your Eagles begin district play as they're hosting the Eldon Mustangs. Eldon finished with a record of 3-6 and six on the season. They started off pretty hot going 3-0 and oh before hitting a six-game road skid to close out the back half of their season. You guys saw Eldon in week six at home, and that was in favor of your Eagles squad by a final of 42-20. to 20. Again, both teams very familiar with each other, but kind of as you alluded, coming in tonight's ballgame, whole different matchup than week six. Yeah, you know, they're pretty similar to us in the fact that they sustained some injuries and had some changes and, and those sorts of things. And even true as of last week, watching some of the film, and they were a little bit banged up when they played us. You know, not having your starting quarterback out there is definitely challenging. And so we're going to see a different team than, than what we saw in week six and be ready for everything that they're going to throw at us. Have you talked at all with the guys and you don't want to maybe put extra pressure on them, but talked about how if you win, you keep playing, you lose, you start thinking about basketball and wrestling season? Yeah, absolutely. Every game is your last one, and especially for these seniors. Every time that you strap up the pads at this point in the year it could be your last one, and for most of them, going to be the last one of their career. So we definitely want to extend this as long as possible for those guys and give them every opportunity we can. Well, leading up to the game tonight, how has practice gone this week? We really had a pretty good week of practice. Pretty uh, heavy downpours on Tuesday, so that definitely made things a little bit more difficult. But the guys have done a really nice job of cleaning some of the things up that we wanted to see throughout the course of the week and the prep work, the mental prep work, and those sorts of things, just to have themselves ready for when the lights do come on. It's been good this week, and they're working hard, and you know, we definitely appreciate them for that. Well, and I hate to, to ask about it, but how's the health of everybody? Yeah, you know, we're probably going to be about as healthy as we've been since week seven. So that's definitely a positive. We're getting some guys back, but we're not week one healthy and won't be for the remainder of the year. But it's nice to get some of those guys back in the mix and give them some opportunities to go out and get some more opportunities to continue the season. Well, facing the Mustangs tonight, uh, anything different you expect to see than what they did a few weeks ago? 
there's a few tweaks here and there to what they're doing from what we saw, but nothing major. You know, again, for us, it comes down to assignment football and each guy doing their job is kind of the big thing and nobody try and do too much and just do your job and the moments come that we need to call on somebody, step up to the challenge and go out and make plays. Well, Coach Ross, I appreciate you joining us on our pregame show here tonight. Uh, any final thoughts before you get out of here? Hey, we appreciate all the support and, and hope everybody can make it out and be loud tonight. Hey, let's go get that win and start off 1-0 here. All right, sounds great. Thank you. That's Southern Boone County Eagles football head coach Mark Ross. We're going to take a break and be right back with more of our Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the home of the Eagles, the Show Me Sports Network. been listening to the Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. The excitement is building in the stands and the tension is rising on the sideline as kickoff is just around the corner. Exclusive pregame coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. Last Sentinel Firearms. Retrieving Freedom. Sawdust Studios. Southern Boone Booster Club. And Zealous WBGT. The biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri continues as we'll be back with kickoff right after these messages. This has been the Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. Tonight's game is not only a competitive contest between these two schools, but it's also an educational experience for the students involved. Because high school activities are about learning life values, your friends at this local radio station and the Missouri State High School Activities Association remind everyone to do their part in keeping our hometown sports a positive experience for everyone. When you attend your next game, do your part to help rekindle the spirit of citizenship by showing good sportsmanship. You'll be teaching a positive lesson, and you'll be preserving a proud tradition in the state of Missouri. It's time for Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Show Me Sports Network. This is Southern Boone County Eagles football on the exclusive home for the Eagles radio network, the Show Me Sports Network. Exclusive play-by-play coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, Sawdust Studios, Southern Boone Booster Club and Zealous WBGT. The biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air as the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are ready in the broadcast booth for kickoff. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. Now let's go live to the field to the Show Me Sports Network broadcast booth. And a very pleasant uh, good evening, everyone. Coin toss just about ready to happen on the field as we are just a few minutes away from Class 3 District 5 quarterfinals action as the number four Southern Moon County Eagles hosting the number five Eldon Mustangs 
in a game that the season is on the line, the winner moves on, the loser, they start looking at basketball and wrestling season. Blake Gazzle here joined by Mike Freese as we're set to give you district coverage as uh, we've had a great time all season long and what a great time for Southern Boone to get out of their couple game losing streak here and get in winning ways. Yeah, I'm not ready to have my Friday nights back just yet. It's not that cold yet. Me neither. So, yes, uh, great night. Come on out, people. Stands look a little light, so maybe that means a whole bunch of you will be listening to us tonight. I hope so. If you can't be here, but uh, certainly nice weather. Weather should not be an issue. The wind's not very strong either right now, so actually there's not much of a wind at all. So, really. Uh, no elements to, to worry about, so just line them up, put your chin straps on, get a nice buckled up nice and tight, and let's uh, hit the person right across from you. Well, Eldon won the uh, coin toss. They have elected to receive, so they say we want to start the game off with the ball, see what their offense can do uh, as they're led by junior quarterback, 6'4", 175-pounder in Hunter Hess. We didn't see him in the first matchup. That was week six. That was a 42-20 game in favor of Southern Boone. He was out due to an injury. It's a collarbone, right? Yep, it was a collarbone injury. So we did not have the pleasure to see him, but we will get to see him here tonight. Senior running back Christopher Shepard, 5'855 pounder. He will also have a a big workload tonight. We did see him in the first matchup between these two teams. As Carter Salter will tee it up for Southern Boone, he'll be kicking left to right on your Show Me Sports Network app or Media Center, however you're Tuned in the broadcast. We're glad you're tuned in here tonight to hear us as we are just about ready to start Class 3, District 5 action here in quarterfinals round. And winner plays next week at Moberly. Loser, their season comes to an end. So it looks like there'll be a 4 by 6 kickoff here. Salter will be a little off from a straightaway approach. A high end over end kick. Will uh, bounce at the five. It will not get in the end zone. The return man will touch it. He'll have to come out as he's going to take it up the middle, break through the first wave. He'll be taken down at about the 15-yard line. Boy, that was a great way to start it what off right there. What a great kick. So, yeah, like Blake was trying to explain, the ball was on the right hash mark. Most of the season, he's pretty much had it teed up somewhere in the middle. And he didn't want to kick it to the right. He kicked it all the way back to the left about as far as possible. And it landed right around the five-yard line. Initial great coverage. We almost had him back inside the 10. But a pretty good return by them to get it to the 17. But still, outstanding field position to start the game. So Hess will lead the troops here as they'll break the huddle. They'll have two receivers near side. They'll have uh, nobody on the far side. Now they will stack up a couple over there as they'll give it to Shepard. He makes a first man miss before he's cut down. Boy, he did a whole lot of work that only gained one yard. Yeah, just a straight power play dive. Uh, they like to run quite a bit. They also run a lot of sweep action, so some counters. So three basic plays. They're a pretty basic running team when they do, but they usually do it very well. And that time, you can see the difference when you get your linebackers back. Um, our linebackers did a really good job the last couple weeks. But to have a mange and Taylor back in there and Inslee in there makes a big difference. Those three guys having them back are really, really stout against the run. So to bring up a second and a long seven here, so they give them a little better spot as we'll show Blitz as they'll try to uh, run a reverse play. They double-handed off a short game there 
Really just kind of a muddle back there in the backfield, but I think that was the intention on it. Yeah, that was a nice little effect there. Even uh, surprised uh, Taylor was blitzing there from his middle linebacker spot. He went a little left. He decided to go to the right, but the ball was not there. So nice little run play. Didn't gain too much, though, so good pursuit by the Eagles that time on defense. So this will bring up a third and four here for Eldon as they have the first down, the first third down of the ball game here is they'll have two receivers in the backfield. They'll have the wing on the far side. Hess is rolling to the far side. He's got some pressure. He's going to throw down, and he will hit his receiver at about the 45. Yeah, beautiful play that time by the Mustangs. Uh, they basically rolled Hess out to the right, called rollout, had a little bit of time. Has some decent pressure, but... He just threw a strike to a wide open wide receiver. Yeah, that was a pass to their junior in Dakota Collins, 6'3", 180 pounder. He gets it out near the 45 yard line, so it'll be a new first down, new set of downs for Eldon. So I have two receivers near side, a wing on the far side. As though fake it, uh, actually give it to Shepard. He's working the far side again. Cut down quickly there after uh, a minimal gain. Yeah, good job by the defensive line that time getting the penetration. And like I said, our linebackers are really stout against the run. They did a great job, just like they did on the first play of the drive, to come up and keep that just to a one-yard gain. Yeah, made him stretch it out there, and he only gets a uh, yard gain on the play as he could not find room to cut up field. Twin receivers here on the near side. They'll have a wing up top, and Shepard will be in the left hip pocket of Hess. Oh. Well, we just gave him a free five yards as first penalty will go in favor of Southern Moon as they jump off sides. Yeah, nice job by the Eldon quarterback there to mix up the play count. We've talked about it a lot. Whenever you have a defensive line that's doing really well, and so far Eagles defensive line has gotten the ball off well, caused a nice little disruption. Good time to change the snap count to slow him down a little bit. So that'll bring up a second and four now ball on the 49-yard line of the Eagles. Hess will be in shotgun. He'll give it off up the uh, center there. Still on his feet is Shepard as he is going to gain about nine yards on the play. He'll move the chains. Yeah, real simple dive on the left-hand side, and it's amazing watching him run. His feet just keep moving the entire time. Even when he's got a couple guys wrapped around him up high, his feet are still churning. And he's got an excellent leg drive. The ball will be spotted on the 40-yard line. It'll be first and 10. They'll have a receiver down at the bottom of the play. They'll have one split way up top as Hess will be in shotgun. Again, going right to left on your broadcast as you listen. Shepard will get it. Spin move. He'll be driven back. He will gain short yardage. But linebackers come through and put the exclamation point on that. Yeah, great job of the defensive line. They fired off and took care of the gaps really well. Now allow the linebackers to flow right in. Make a nice big hit. So first down has been quite the experience for us. That's three times in a row now with only one yard gained. Yeah. That was Ben Taylor on the tackle there as the senior coming through for Southern Boone. So second and nine. Again, a receiver up top. One down low. They'll have a wing and a tight end here on the near side as they'll give it to Shepard. He will have very short yardage as good thing the quarterback Hess gave it off because he was just about obliterated on the other side. He was obliterated, so good job carrying his fake, but still not much on that play. Good uh, one-yard stop there by the Eagles' defense, so the Eagles are doing a pretty good job, but now, unfortunately third down has been the, the down where we have not done very well. So let's see if we can somehow keep these guys at least, at least a chance to get fourth down. 
So this will bring up a third and eight as Hessel dropped back, rolling to the far side, has pressure. He'll make a miss. There should have been a hold, no call. The pass will be completed. It'll be well short. They'll say stay in bounds, wind the clock, is try to see who gets up, who caught that, as these jerseys are very hard to read. Yeah, great job by defense that time. Great pass rush. And like you said, and I will admit, there was a hold that was missed. But uh, nice little tug there. But caused some pressure to make the quarterback cast throw the ball a little bit early than he probably wanted to. And uh, good job on the coverage to keep it just a couple-yard gain. I think that shows the quality of jerseys that Southern Boone has because it's a wonder that still has two numbers on that jersey as hard as it was pulled. But either way, no penalty. We'll bring up a fourth down. They'll quickly snap it, give it off to their back in Shepard. He'll be uh, held short. It'll be a turnover on downs. Was kind of worried that he was going to shoot through like he does, but the defense stiffens up, gets the ball back. Yeah, excellent job by the linebackers that time. Because the linemen did a great job of penetration, allowing them to scrape into the holes to do a fine job. So now let's see. We got some new faces on our offensive line. We got Noah Rice is out there at right tackle. Hey Densley at left guard. Those both guys have not played any on offense all along. So let's see what kind of attitude they bring to this offensive line group. So ball will be on the 34-yard line of Southern Moon. They'll split the uh, back out as they'll pass it off here to the near side as a little screen play. Nice move there across 50, still on his feet as pushed out of bounds. I believe that is so that's Dapkis. Yeah, what a great sure. play call by Ross that time. He knows he's got a not quite. He has a young and experienced line in there, so let's make a quick pass play. Get it out to our backs on the outside, whether it's Moore or, or Dapkis or Ash or McKee. They all have shown a pretty good ability to make something after the run. So nice, great play call to get some uh, nice, good, quick yardage. So the freshman getting the uh, nod here as he picks up one play, one first down. They'll send Morris in motion. They'll play a little swing pass out to him. He's got five yards. He'll be spun around. He'll pick up maybe six on the play, trying to get this defense on their heels. Yeah, plenty of time. Eldon's only, they, they play a three-man line. They usually will walk up their linebackers, but they haven't been walking them up yet. So it only gives three guys for our five linemen to block, and so far so good. And at this point, they only need to block for a couple seconds, so quick pass calls. Again, I like these play calls by Coach Ross right now. Two receivers out uh, on the far side, a wing here on the near side, one back. That's Dapkis. He'll get the handoff. He'll take it straight up the gut. He'll work forward for a grain of three, four yards. He'll be short of the first down marker, but pretty close. Yeah, nice good uh, power football there going off to the right-hand side and did a good job of making – a good surge. So now they're going to go uh, hurry up offense here. Third and short. It'll be third and one as they'll give it to Dapkis again. He's got the first down. And Morey squirts across the uh, 25 down near the 20. Big pick up there. Nice big hole that time. Run power to the left. Pull the uh, right guard to the left-hand side. And I believe that Mr. Young out there did a fine job getting to the hole, making a nice big hole. So nice, good power football there. So ball will be spotted at the 18-yard line. Clock rolling, nine and a half to go, nearly nine and a half to go. Neither team has scored. Two receivers stacked up on either side of the play. In the shotgun will be Evans. He'll flip it off to Dapkis. He's trying to work inside. He'll cut inside, make one man miss across the 10. He'll be tackled there as he will move the chains. Picks up about 11 yards. What a great block that time. They pulled Hayden Inslee, the left guard to the right. He did a good job of getting up field or around the end and picked up a backer. 
and push that lineman a good 10, 15 yards downfield. So outstanding blocking that time by the offensive line led by Hayden Inslee, the young man, the young freshman. So ball spotted at the six-yard line. They'll snap it back, quick pass off to the far side. Morris had to go back and get it. He is going to be outside the 10, still on his feet. Cuts inside at the 5, and they'll say he was short of the goal line, not by much. Now we got a flag on the field, though. I don't know if everyone was set. Uh, basically, that time, quick pass <clears throat> to the left flat, and Eldon's playing a, a really deep cover four, it looked like that time. And <clears throat> what They basically don't want to give up anything deep. So what that allows is things short, and like we have had all year long, our guys have a great ability to take that short pass and make something out of it. So if Eldon wants to play that cover four, have everybody deep, hey, We'll take it every no day. No problem. But like I said, yeah, we weren't 100% set. It looked like we were trying to get the ball snapped quickly, but we weren't set that time. So it'll be first and goal. Ball spotted at, looks like, about the 12-yard line. A little hard to tell here. We said a lot of rain. The field looks pretty good, but we uh, I do have my eye appointment on Monday, so <laughs> doesn't help us for most of the season, but uh, at least <laughs> that one's in a few weeks. So it'll be first and goal at the 12. They'll send a man in motion. They'll fake the handoff. Rolling here to the near side is Evans. He'll hit his receiver at the 10. He will stay on his wow. feet. Chase Morrison back into the end zone for the touchdown. What an amazing, amazing effort there. So that time we had our bunch where we have a wing and, and tight end all bunched up together. Everyone bunched in. and That usually means a pass play. We've seen all year in that time. This quick rollout to the right. And pass it to the, the man in the flat. And that time is Morris. And he did a fabulous job of, of scooping the ball and making the first player miss and spun. And next thing you know, he's in the end zone. So great effort by Morris at that time. Yeah, he made himself skinny there and made the guy miss and backs his way in for the extra five yards. It's a 12 yard touchdown score. And snap is down, kick is up, kick is good. And the PAT is good. As Southern Boone takes the early 7 to nothing lead over Eldon here. As we've got 4.13 left to go here in this first quarter, we're going to take a quick break and be back. As you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County's football here from Class 3, or sorry, yeah, Class 3 District 5 action here on the Show Me Sports Network. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. So Salter will have it teed up here as his team caps off. A seven-play, 66-yard drive. That comes with 4.13 left in the first quarter. Just fantastic play calls there by Coach Ross. Every pass play, the three or four of them, we're all quick passes, which is great. It allows you time for your offensive linemen, two of which have not played any offensive line this year, to kind of settle in. Everything is quick. The couple runs that, that were there were nice, nice good holes that were blocked. Great job by the offensive line. Great job by Coach Ross of the play calling. 
And we got a touchdown. High and over end kick. We'll take the return man to his 10 as he will fill it with two hands. Cut inside. Now take it outside. Still on the boundary. He's across the 40. Across the 45-50. He'll be shoved out by Salter. As big return there. Salter saves the touchdown. As is that 20? Number 20. Yeah, nice return that time. Uh, we, we lost containment on our right-hand side, and he, he made, it pay, made us pay for it, got down the sideline, and nice t- job by Salter to save the touchdown. It was a short side of the field he was returning it to. Is That was uh, Devin Wardenberg, the senior, returning that. So it'll be set up on the 45-yard line of the Eagles. That's where the Mustangs will take over. Hess will be in shotgun. They'll have Shepard in his left hip pocket. Receiver split out on either side. They'll send a man in motion here to the near side. So he'll get the snap. He'll give it to Shepard. He's quickly thrown down there after a short game. Ben Taylor leading the charge there. Yeah, our linebackers is filling those holes very, very well. And that all starts because the defensive line's doing a great job of taking up multiple uh, blockers so the linebackers can flow. There's a simple dive that time. They ran a man in motion to kind of try to fool us, but a simple dive at the middle. Uh, but we haven't seen haven't seen a lot of sweep yet, so I would be expecting a sweep anytime soon. So we'll bring up a second and eight as he only gained a couple yards on the play. I'll have two receivers up top. Well, we just gave him another five yards as defense jumps off sides again. Hard count. Got him again. Yeah, looks like the person jumped out of times, a younger player hasn't played a lot on defense, so. I'm sure Coach Cummings or somebody on the defensive sidelines is saying, watch the dang ball. Yeah, it was right in front of him, too. (laughs) I hope they would use the dang. So it'll bring up a second and a short three now. Clock stop, 3-14 rolling here now as they set the ball for play. Bring up second and short. Two receivers stacked up here on the near side. They've got some power over on the far side. As they'll give it to Shepard, he cuts it inside up the middle. He'll be uh, hemmed in and thrown backwards again. A host of Eagles there throwing him down. Was that uh, Teller leading the that charge like there? Teller, yes. Uh, great. Again, our linebackers are really, really good against the, ru- the run. That's that's their strength. They do a good job of filling the holes. That time uh, they tried just to sneak a little counter action up the left-hand side. They blocked the in-out, um, and a good job by the interior middle linebackers to get in there and stuff that up. So it'll bring up a third down here. They'll hand it up to Shepard. He might have got the first down there. Again, not by much, maybe a half yard. Yeah, it's a simple dive on the left-hand side. Nothing fancy. This man on man, and they only needed to get a couple yards, and that's about all they got. This defense doing quite well here, stifling the run for the most part. It's really been the return and then the uh, passing game that has found some room, found some uh, positive things for the Mustangs. Yeah, the run defense has been very, very stout so far. Let's see if they can keep that up. Again, 7 to nothing lead for Southern Boone Clock, nearing two minutes to go. They'll load up on the far side, stack up a tight end, and, re- and uh, ball is going to be on the turf, and oh. they will call it a dead ball because the quarterback's knee was on the ground. Yep, a low snap that time, and the quarterback had to go down to the ground, and unfortunately for them, his knee was on the ground, uh, which I don't think it would have mattered too much. The defense was all over that. The defensive line and linebackers were being really quick. I wouldn't be surprised to see a screen call here pretty soon 
Um, our defensive line and linebackers are really getting to the ball pretty quickly. So that'll bring up a second and long ball just inside to the 40-yard line now at the 39. Hess will be in shotgun. He'll get the snap. He'll fake the handoff looking downfield. Has a route across the middle. The receiver caught it and then planted. Good tackle there. Was that Bishop on the tackle? Yeah, I can't quite see. But a nice, good, quick pass. That's the tight end. A little skinny post over the middle. Fake to the play action. So good job, wide open. And I think what we're seeing with Hess is he has the ability to make really good, sharp passes, something we did not see a few weeks ago from the Eldon Mustangs. A good open field tackle there by Bishop. That was textbook. The only thing I don't like about that play is Hess almost left his receiver out to dry there. So I'll have two receivers down low. Now I have wing and a tight end up top. Again, dropping back as Hess has pressure. His pass will be incomplete. He had pressure in his face, and he had to bail out of there and get rid of it. Yeah, similar play the last play this time. Instead of running the skinny post to the tight end, they ran into with the inside wide receiver. And that time the ball was a little bit out in front of him. Not quite on, on target, but uh, did have a step there. Michaela Manuel coming through, giving pressure. Good to see him out there as he's had some injuries he's had to deal with. But good to see him out here tonight as he made his presence known there. It'll bring up a fourth and four. Clock stopped for 34.8 seconds left. Fourth and four. As dropping back is Hess. He's got four guys rolling towards him. He's going to throw it up for grabs, and it will be intercepted by Southern Boone as Salter will... Get it, he'll break a tackle, he'll be going now the other side as he's across the 20, 25, 30, 35, cuts inside, 40, 45, he'll be taken down near the 50. Boy, he was down dancing around the goal line, but got out of there, takes it back near midfield. That's one of those plays for for Eldon. It was almost like a punt. Coach Garris, defensive coordinator, sent the house. Poor Hess had three men all over him, and he had nothing to do but Throw the ball deep. Uh, since it was fourth down, if it did get intercepted, it'd be like a punt. But unfortunately, or fortunately for us, unfortunately for them, Salta did a great job of finding some space to run. And nice return. So ball will be spotted at midfield. 17 seconds left to go here in this first quarter. As they'll pitch it off to Dapkis. He is going to try to cut it upfield. Makes one man miss at the 40, the 35, 30, 25, 20, 10, 5, touchdown. Dabkis takes it to the house from 50 yards. Yeah, it's a quick little toss there. Uh, the defense for Eldon, they're still playing very far back. They only have three uh, defensive linemen. Well blocked on the outside by the wide receivers. Dapkis did a great job making that first player miss. And we all know that when you see the name Dapkis in Ashland, speed. Him and his brother are as fast as it comes in here and did a fine job getting down that sideline well if you didn't know that that name equals speed you do now as he (laughs) takes it 50 yards to the house takes that in 10.4 seconds that's not a bad 50 50 sprint there so salter will come on to try the pat snap is down kick is up looks long enough looks straight enough it's good enough as pat is good that lengthens the lead to a 14 to nothing advantage in favor of Southern Boone. We're going to take a quick break here and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here in Class 3, District 5 action here on the Show Me Sports Network. At Southern Boone School District, our educators do more than just teach. 
Lives are being shaped for the future before they even enter a classroom. For students to succeed, it takes an entire district-wide team. Our students need you. Join Southern Boone School District's team today, now offering competitive salaries and benefits for all positions. Visit ashland.k12.mo.us and click on the Employment tab. Well, Southern Boone gets the interception. They turn it one play later into a 50-yard touchdown run by the freshman and Brady Dapkis as they lengthen their lead to a 14-0 margin here over the Eldon Mustangs. 6.6 seconds left here in this first quarter. That was a great-looking one-play drive right there, again set up by that return by Salter. you got to love one-play drives for touchdowns, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah, great, 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 great game being called down by coach ross uh you gotta be flying high if you're a, a young southern Moon eagles right now so salter will tee it up he'll approach it another booming kick that one a little sideways return man will take it at his five he slips a little bit because he had to go back and get it he'll return it across the 30 but a flag here on the near side at the zero on the 40. Well, usually that spot, that's going to be against the return. So that was a nice return, decent return, well deep kickoff. And like you said, the return man did a fine job of collecting his feet and getting upfield. But uh, penalty kind of ruins everything. Salter has been doing a great job of kicking away from him. You know, he caught it kind of over the shoulder at a position, which I think is why he lost his footing there. Officials still having a conversation here. Yeah, they're having a really deep thoughts by the official crew. Yeah, I don't think it's talking about the plans for tomorrow. I mean, maybe they're talking about it who they're going to take out for youth deer season tomorrow. Yeah, but it could be. I, I doubt it. So we'll see what they decide here. Looks like it's against the Eagles. Block well, in the back on Eldon. Interesting. You wouldn't think that would take that much time to talk about, but yeah. Either way, right. switch into the field. We will switch into the field. We're going to take a quick break and be back and start the second quarter as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football in Class Three District Five action here on the Show Me Sports Network. Fans, when you attend a high school game, do you stand at attention during the national anthem? Do you cheer a good play by the opposing team? If your team loses, do you take it well in stride? If you have answered yes to any of those questions, you are showing positive examples of sportsmanship. Don't forget that when you attend high school events, young eyes are watching you for examples of acceptable behavior. By making a conscientious effort, you'll be helping our students grow into better citizens. This message has been brought to you by your friends at the Missouri State High School Activities Association and this local radio station. We have a penalty assessed here, and that will keep the ball with Eldon. However, they will be backed up now, deep in their own territory, as they will have it at their own 15-yard line. They trail by a score, uh, 14 to nothing, as they'll give it off oh. to a new ball carrier, and he is quickly hemmed in in the backfield. Well, Coach Garris, that time he had uh, we have our three-man defensive line. He had outside linebackers walked up. Middle linebackers both were coming as well. And just penetration all over the place. Nowhere to run. 
Uh, got a hand on the ball runner. Oh, good two, three yards back. That was plenty of time to slow him down for other teammates to come and mop up on the tackle. There was not a white jersey within six or seven yards of him other than the quarterback who was bailing out the other direction. Hess will be in shotgun. He'll get the snap. He'll throw it off on a little screen pattern. His receiver, again, nowhere to go. He'll be taken down quickly. That'll be, uh, I'll say, no gain on the play. Well, they'll move it back maybe a half yard. What a fabulous play by the cornerback there. I wish I knew who it was, but he fought off his block and made the tackle. Normally, when we'd run that play, we're able to get get a real good solid block, but he got shed the block and and tackled the uh, wide receiver screen to a one-yard loss. So excellent job. So it's third and long ball just outside the 10-yard line. As they will look downfield, throwing it up for grabs, and the ball's going to be knocked out of there. Salter looking for INT number two. What a great play by Salter. Uh, Great play by the Mustangs off the line. Hess had all day. I think he prepared a nice bowl of chili back there. (laughs) I think you're right. He had so much time, and eventually he just kind of threw it up. He didn't have anybody open. Very, very well covered by the secondary of the Eagles that time, and great job by Salter to uh, knock that ball down. So great job by the secondary. Um, Really good job by the Mustangs offensive line, giving them plenty of time. You know what? We had extra extra backs back there, so it'll be Dapkis and Morris will be deep back to receive the punt. Morris will take it at the 41-yard line. He'll make the first man miss working far side. He'll get the corner down the sideline. He'll go as he will be gang-tackled near the uh, 23-22 yard line. Yeah, no surprise to the Eagles fans who've been following us all year. Morris almost always makes that first uh, player miss, and he made the second player miss as well. He outran him to the to the boundary. So nice, good, solid return. Puts the Eagles up in fantastic field position going into their third drive. So ball will be spotted on the 21-2-yard line somewhere in there. It'll be inside the 25. That's what we'll go with. (laughs) So first and 10 now. We'll say ball at the uh, 21-yard line. In shotgun will be Evans. He'll give it off to Dapkis, trying to stretch the play out here. He'll stutter step now, put the uh, brakes on. He'll cut back inside. He'll still pick up good yardage there. What a great play for Dapkis there. He made something out of nothing. We were trying to pull the guard right to left. Uh, Mr. Young got out there to lead the blocker, but Eldon did a really good job of filling that hole. But Dapkis having the quickness and speed, he was able to get outside and made a nice good nine-yard play out of nothing. So I'll bring up a second and short now as Southern Boone, Mar- uh, they're knocking on the door again. Just making sure thought maybe somebody was hobbling around out there. I think they were just trying to see what the play call was. And Southern Boone leads by a score of 14 to nothing. Clock rolling nine and a half to go as Evans will be in shotgun. They'll load up on the far side. Again, second and short. They're just outside the 10. He'll quick pass it off to Morris. He'll make the first wave miss. Nope, there'll be a shoestring tackle by the uh, second guy in the first wave. They'll say he gains no yards there. Yeah, Well well covered by the Mustangs there. Quick screen pass out to the wide receiver on the right-hand side. Normally, he's able to make that first person miss. 
This time he had two people right on him right away. So uh, hard to make two people miss. But a nice play by the Mustangs. So that's to bring up a third and short. Again, two receivers on the far side. They are in the far hash. So that's the short side of the field. They'll have a back in the backfield as they will give it to uh, Bowles. He will fall forward. Yeah, he's short again, it looks like, of the first down. Yeah. Maybe just, half yard short. Yeah, and it's you know, kind of a power play to left-hand side. Uh, I thought he had it for a second with the hole closed down really quickly that time. So nice job by the Eagles. I'm sorry, the Mustangs. And to almost, hold. almost looked like he lost his footing on the uh, start of that play. He was kind of running more, slanted more with his weight forward than uh, what he normally does. So to bring up a fourth and one as... Evans will bark out the orders. Well, thought they got him off sides, but no flag. So they didn't cross the line. Yeah, they didn't yeah. cross it enough, or any. So they will give it again up the middle. That's that bowls with it. He'll be into the end zone for the touchdown. Yeah, nice, just a nice quick hitter that time. Big hole in the right hand side. Uh, Noah and Young did a great job with post there. At center, did a good job of having a nice big hole, and he went through untouched. That one more like what we're used to seeing Bowles carry, so I think he did get his weight. Play. Yeah, yeah, I think he kind of slipped and got his weight a little off center. That's why he went down so quickly. So he takes it in from 12 yards out. Salter will come on to try the PAT. So Salter says he's ready. Kick is up. Kick is good. So Salter drills another one. He is three for three here today as it is a 21 to nothing lead in favor of Southern Boone. We'll take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here from Class 3 District 5 Action here on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society. Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Southern Boone takes the 21 to nothing lead here. As Salter will have it teed up. Again, he'll be kicking right to left on your Show Me Sports Network Media Center or app, wherever you're tuned in. We're glad you're tuned in to our broadcast as we're just past 7.30 here on the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gasaway joined by Mike Freese. It's hard to believe, but great football weather here for districts to start tonight. Salter will have a teed up high, end over end kick. Return man will take it about his own 10. He'll take it straight up the middle. Now we'll cut to the far side, and he will be taken down near the 20-yard line. Yeah, what a great job of every Eagle player. I was watching the play develop, and every single one of them got past their blockers and did a great job of staying in their lanes. And when you do that, nice things happen, like a return to the 20-yard line. So excellent job by the kickoff return team. 
Passnet in on the tackle, so first time we've called his name tonight. He's getting in the action. As ball will be at the 20-yard line, so Eldon will be 80 yards away from the goal line. 7.52 left here in this first half. Hesse in the shotgun. He'll have his back in his right hip pocket. He'll throw it on a great pass. The two receivers ran into each other. Yeah, they're both slow to get up, too. I like that play call for the Mustangs because uh, our defense has been playing really fast, getting really good penetration. So that was a nice uh, attempt to try to slow down the defense. But yeah, just a little simple crossing pattern. Yeah, something didn't – I don't think everyone on the Mustang offense was on the right page, yeah, I guess, is, so run to say. In, run into each other, so they're going to go out and attend to that Mustang receiver who's down. Well, that'll give us a chance to uh, remind everybody that, one, we're glad you're tuned in our broadcast here tonight. Don't forget to find us on social media. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for us at Show Me Sports Network as getting up. I believe that is Wardenburg. You'll get a nice hand from the crowd here. You can also find us on Twitter at Show Me Sports Net. Didn't have enough characters to make a network, so Show Me Sports Net. Where you won't find us is on YouTube tonight, and I do apologize if there's some friends and family of some players that I mistakenly said that they can watch the game on YouTube with us as the voice due to the fact that Misha doesn't allow that unless you pay them big money. Yeah, so we... Sorry, folks, I apologize. We normally have that for our home games, but yep, tonight just a little different. It'll be the remainder of that way through the playoffs. As Hess will have some pressure, he's going to have to roll to the far side. He'll evade it, sidearm it to his receiver. Wow. Wow. I don't uh, know how he got that pass off. Yeah, this fantastic penetration. We, we had a blitzing, un, un, uh, unblocked linebacker that made him kind of, you know, roll out to left. And it was more pressure from a linebacker coming up to the right. And he just slung it like somebody we know very, very well on the western side of this state, on the state that you – usually don't see that kind of side-art stuff in right. high school, but that was a fabulous play there by Hess. But great defense that caused the pressure to cause such an interesting play. So third and five, trying to draw the defense off. He'll get the snap looking downfield, one-on-one on the far side. Way too strong of a pass. Good matchup there between the receiver and the defender. Yeah, that was a great defensive coverage that time. Uh, step that time for Hess, step. Yeah, step for step right on him. It would have been a miraculous catch if the Mustangs would have got that. But uh, nice job, Hess. He had plenty of time that time, no pressure. Uh, looks like they had they got the ball snapped a little bit quicker than normal, so our defense wasn't quite going full motion at the snap of the play, and that gave him plenty of time to throw it. But, again, well, well covered. So our defense tonight is playing exceptional. So Dapkis and Morris will be deep back to receive the punt here. Morris will be at his own 45, and Dapkis at his own 40. As we have whistles and a timeout called by Eldon. So they call a timeout with 7.04 left here in this first half. We're going to take a quick break and be right back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here in Class 3 District 5 action here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. The first time out of the game call here goes for Eldon. Has called with 7.04 left to go here in this first half. Again, Southern Boone leading by a score of 21 to nothing here as they will get the ball back. Presumably here as it's fourth and five. Eldon looks like they are in punt formation. As Morris and Dapkis to receive, they are going to fake punt it as they will throw it down the field. Receiver's open. He'll have it at the 50. They'll pick up the fake punt play as he is going to break free. Now he'll be tripped up at the 30. What a beautifully well-executed play. Uh, the punter is also the quarterback. So I think that was one of those where he had the option of doing either or. And I think he saw, he liked what he saw in that time, and he threw an absolute dime to his wide receiver. He basically motioned off to the right. You see that a lot with some of our our uh, quick kicks that we run ourselves for the last few years. And so the quarterback has the option of either running it, throwing it, or kicking it. And that time he made the choice to throw it and did a fabulous job on uh, basically a, in a, a flag uh, pattern. Beautiful play. So two receivers far side. They'll give it off to Shepard trying to cut the corner. He'll slip through one defender. He'll be tripped up. He'll gain six, seven yards there. Yeah, just uh, handing off, trying to get outside, and did a fa- great job of breaking the first tackle, and then just kind of turn it up and going from there. So, uh, so far, nice, good play, solid play by our defensive line. Uh, Noah Rice, Kill Nichols, and can't tell what number the third one. I think that's probably Aiden Young out there. Seeing uh, Mr. Manuel, Manuel play quite a bit more on defense, too. That's given Hayden Inslee a chance to catch a breather to play uh, as offense that he's playing tonight. So ball on the 23-yard line. They'll run it again with Shepard. He'll be on the other side, cut it in. He'll go across the 20, down near the 15. He'll move the chains. Yeah, more like a, a power toss play that time. He just uh, took off to the left-hand side. He had, they pulled a couple blockers out to the left. They did a fine job of sealing the outside there. And a nice uh, play, and as we've seen all night with this running back, he's got some fast feet. So it reminds me of the Roadrunner cartoons where the feet move so fast. Yeah, you just see just see the circle. So ball on the other side of the 15-yard line. They'll hand it off to Shepard again, same play. He'll be hemmed in after a short gain, yeah. but does get positive yardage out of it. Yeah, same play like you said, but that time well covered, and uh, that caused a nice uh, gain to only about two yards. So I'll bring up a second and eight. You were saying, uh, apologizing to our listeners that we aren't on YouTube, but we do archive our games, so head over there and uh, give our YouTube page a like, or a subscription, I should say. We'll get the terms right here in a minute. So it'll bring up second and eight ball. We'll be just shy of the 10-yard line. As Hess will be in shotgun formation. Now it'll be backed up as one of the linemen was a bit in a hurry. Unfortunately, that's one of the two 300-pounders that jumped offside. It's pretty easy to tell that. Yeah, hard to to hide there out there. And uh, I think if he would have stayed, 
they would have got one of our guys offsides instead. So very fortunate there. Um, so looks like got more of a power game going on. Inslee's in at linebacker, more of a stronger against the run. So we'll see how this goes for the Eagles defense. So that'll bring up a second and long now. Ball outside the 15-yard line. As Hess will get the snap, he'll give it off to Shepard. Oh. He'll be uh, cut down there behind the line of scrimmage. Forward progress does maybe get him a couple yards. Yeah, that's the play they've been running very, very well so far in this series, but this time they've ran to the right, and that time the Eagles did an excellent job. Defender did a good job. I think that was uh, Jennings did a good job of shutting the first blacker and bat backer. Blocker. Blah. <laughs> we can't speak tonight, can we? Anyway, great job by Jennings to shed off the blocker to do a really good low tackle. And good job from the inside. Probably Taylor or Mange, one of the two, did a good job coming from the inside. So third and long now as Hess will be in shotgun, two receivers down low. He'll roll to the far side, has a bootleg. He'll have to eat it himself as he had nowhere to go with it. He's got to fall down with it. Yeah, they were trying to do an option, but it, it was the ugliest option I think I've seen this year, maybe I don't want to say lifetime, but certainly this year. So the, the pitch man was out ahead in front toward the sideline side, and the quarterback would have done an underhand, right. two-hand pitch, which, yeah. And, and they were only, what, about two yards apart? They were very close, well. and it, I believe Inslee was covering that, and he just stood in the middle there, and he just swallowed up the quarterback. So nice job by the uh, young young man. So it'll be fourth down. As dropping back his Hess, he's looking near side now. He'll look far oh. side, throws it up. Receiver wide oh. open on his hands. He dropped a wide open for sure. Touchdown. As break goes to the way of Southern Boone there, as that was a give me six points on the board. But the stone hands come up and bite the Mustangs. What a great play call by the Mustang head coach that time. Basically rolled his quarterback out to the right. Had three wide receivers. We had, a, we had a couple. We had a post going, a flag, and a shallow, and a shallow flat. All three well covered. Snuck the line, the running back on a wheel route on the left hand side, and he was wide open. And wow, he could have waltzed out oh. there and done that twice over, as wide open as he was. Evans has all receivers here, dropping back, rolling here to the near side, looking here on the near side. He'll throw it up, finds his receiver at the forty. He'll be tripped up there, as that is Ben Taylor. He'll pick up good yardage there, move the chains. Yeah, excellent job by the offensive line that time. Eldon just sent their, their base four-man line, and they did a great job giving plenty of time. Um, Evans did get a little bit of uh, pressure from the inside, but he rolled out to his left. As we all know, he's a left-handed quarterback, and we're certainly okay with that. He made a fantastic a throw. Ball on the 42-yard line. He'll pitch it off to Dapkis. He's trying to get the corner. Stutter steps. Makes one man miss. He'll be taken down hard. Late player Ooh. drives in. There's a flag for a late hit. He was already down in one of the yeah. Mustangs. He didn't hit him very hard, but it's no. the it's the intent. He was down, and he yeah. gave himself up. And the Elden Mustang player comes sliding in there. Yes, a two-hand shovel pass uh, or shovel sweep pass to uh, Dapkis to try to get him outside quickly. Did a good job getting out there quickly, but the Eagles did a really good job of covering it very, very well. So uh, if you're a Mustang fan, you hate to see that. You had a, a well-covered play, very well executed, and then just a mental mistake at the end there. Cost uh, 15 yards and and to get the, field, the ball downfield even further. 
Southern Boone already leading by a 21-0 score. Now the ball will be on the other side of the 50 at the 44-yard line of Eldon. As Evans will be in shotgun again, five wide receivers looking downfield, rolling here to the near side. He'll throw it up, and it'll be caught as his wide receiver will jog forward a few more yards, try to see who that was. So Salter. Yeah, four-man rush, or is it McKee? I think it's McKee. Yeah, four-man rush that time for the Mustangs. Offensive line did a really good jumping him up. Um, gave him plenty of time. Still had to roll out a little bit to the left, but wide open was McKee. Downfield about 10 yards in the flat. And uh, he was kind of surprised to see yeah. how opening it was, too. He turned around like, wait, no one's here. But uh, well-executed play. Uh, offensive line's doing a great job out there of uh, blocking. So he is... Taken down at the 25-yard line. That's where Southern Moon will set up shop with a new set of downs. As they'll give it to Bowles, trying to work the far side. He'll cut it back inside. Gets the first wave to miss. He'll keep going through. He'll pick up about five yards, a little pushing and shoving after the play there. Yeah, thank you, referees, for not calling that play. But uh, basically that time, just kind of run a power play to the right-hand side. Pulled two two guys on the left-hand side. Looked like it was Noah and uh, Inslee from the left-hand side and pulled it to the right. Good job by the running back, waiting to, for his blocks to develop. He was initially trying to get outside, but cut it back inside where his blockers were. So on the 20-yard line, second and five. Evans will keep it himself. Quarterback keeper up the middle. Boy, he's lost in the traffic, pushing the pile, and he will pick up the first down. Yeah, called quarterback uh, run that time. Just did a cross block with your inside uh, guards the center. Pull your left guard to the right. And by blocking down center and right guard to uh, double team on the nose guard. So nice big hole and nice uh, good game for the Eagles. He had a wedge there to run behind a minute. Ten left to go here in this first half. 21 to nothing, Southern Moon. Over Eldon. Evans in shotgun. He'll get the snap. He'll give the handoff to Dapkis. Double reverse as McKee will be taken down. That one did not go well. Yeah, that was an interesting uh, play formation that time. Uh, we had offensive linemen that were just in two-man stance. Normally, they're three-man all the time. So kind of looking like you see a lot in college and pro where the linemen are just a two-point, trying to signal there was a run and a, a pass play, and that time, uh, nothing there. Good job by the Mustangs to fill those holes. So Southern Moon will call a timeout here as they'll regroup for just a second. We'll take... A quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Moon County Eagles football here in Class 3, District 5 action here on the Show Me Sports Network. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions well southern boone calls a timeout there as they have a little bit of a disastrous play trying the double reverse didn't quite go the way they drew that up so they will have second and very long now this ball spotted at the 18-yard line. There's a snap to Evans, has some pressure. He's going to throw it to Morris. He will get short yardage. 
Yeah, that's when the wide receiver screen pass to the middle of the field. That time, Mustangs only had three men rushing the passer, so not really much there that time as the linebackers were all sitting back waiting. And their linemen did a good job of turning around, getting after the ball as well. So, so uh, is that a flag, flag down there? There is a flag down on the other side of the football. No flag. Oh, they wave okay. it off, so no flag. Yeah, I didn't see anything, but, uh, yeah. Good defensive call there and the old strategy between coaches, so not much to, to do there when you only rush three. So that's to bring up a third down now for Southern Boone. Again, they lead 21 to nothing, third and long. It's third and 15, ball at the 17-yard line. Evans has some pressure. He's going to have to roll here to the near side. Another flag's down. He'll throw, and it will be knocked incomplete at the five-yard line, but I'm assuming this is going to be a Yeah, hold it's like call. a holding from our right side. So, yeah, nice, good pass pressure by the Mustangs that time. They sent four. Maybe a fifth one might have stuck in there on a delayed blitz from the linebacker. Did a good job of penetration. Um, so the offensive line, not 100% perfect tonight. That's the first time. But they played very, very well so far. So no complaints for me. Well, it's worked earlier in the season. That just means they have more room to work with to run a uh, corner route. One I believe you've something. said that yep. before in the past, yes. Sometimes you get inside, you know, in the red zone, <laughs> and it's just awful hard to get that remaining yardage. But yeah. you back up another 20 yards, and it's much more uh, possible, which is pretty much what we're looking at right now. The ball spotted at the 43, say 40, the 34-yard line. They, they can get a first down at the 2-yard line. Uh, but the one. So dropping back is Evans. It's third down. He'll step up in the pocket, has some room to work with. He's going to throw it down towards oh. the corner, just out of the reach of a diving receiver over there, as that was McKee just out of his reach. Yeah, some late pressure that forced uh, Evans up to the middle. He did a good job. He did a fine job of knowing exactly where the line scrimmer was. He had the option to run it if he wanted to and could picked up some pretty good yardage. But as we have seen him throughout the year, he likes to give the ball to his wide receivers, and he did there and put it in a nice good spot only to where his own receiver could do it right there at the goal line on the outside line of uh, play. So Southern Boone is going to call a timeout here to talk this over. 30 seconds left here in the first half. We'll just keep it right here, as we said. Hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gasway here with you, joined by Mike Freeze, looking at uh, – a little map of our listeners. We've got some listeners in uh, Pennsylvania clear over to the other side in Seattle, Washington, a whole lot of places in between. So we're glad you're tuned in to our broadcast here tonight. Not not a bad spread. Hopefully you're enjoying our broadcast. Yeah. We said you can find us on social media, on Facebook. Just search Show Me Sports Network. You can also find us on Twitter. We do also archive all of our games anywhere you can find podcasts. You can find archives of our game broadcast as well. So you can uh, find those all over the place. Anywhere you can find podcasts, you can find those. And then slowly working on getting them uploaded also to YouTube. So, All right, so what do you got? Fourth and 30. What do you think, Press Box? What kind of pass play are you going to run? If you're Mustangs, you're probably only going to send three. <laughs> Keep eight back. Send three for the defense. Kick we gotta it. got to kick it. we got to Hail Mary. It. Yeah, what we got? Uh, be like a 52-yard. Or you want to punt it? No. I think we look kick. we look for a fade route to the back of the end zone towards the pylon. But you're right, there might be a quick kick here. But the way as your defense has been playing tonight, 
I don't know. Why not? If you, Go you know, for if you it. only get 20 yards. Absolutely. You know, so. so fourth and a whole lot here. As ball in the 34-yard line, they've got to get to the one. It's fourth and 33. So dropping back is Evans. They are looking downfield. Look like they're trying to go for it. He'll scramble around. He'll throw it up towards the end zone. He has a receiver in the area. It'll be caught for the touchdown. Chase Moritz comes back for it on a 34-yard touchdown pass. What a throw and what a catch. I tell you what, uh, they, they, they sent four instead of three. That kind of surprised me. They sent four. They were playing prevent the whole way. They were a, a cover two plus one that time, so they had a safety far back. Just a little bit of penetration up the middle. Great job rolling out to his right. Even better job getting his feet set, shoulders turned, and threw it to the end zone, and what a fabulous catch. It's a fourth and 33, and they score a 34-yard touchdown pass out of it. So Salter will come on to try the PAT. Snap is a little high, but places down. Kick is up, and it just squeaks across. Just enough. But you know what? I'd rather be just that good it than perfect. Matter. If it's that good or by a mile, you get it's one still point good. either way. So what does it matter? Absolutely. So that lengthens the lead to twenty-eight to nothing here as Southern Boone punches it in right before halftime to extend their lead. That drive was a an 11 play, 83 yard drive. And that comes with 20.7 seconds left here before halftime. Boy, it seems like week after week the Evans and Morris connection gets that much stronger. Definitely some special players that are very very talented. Um, many times they're going to be the most talented players on there, out there on the field. Uh, Morris is showing a great job of. Catching, route running, running after the ball, the little joystick. He just does. He's done it all. He's done it. It's an absolute great threat anywhere on the field. That was an exciting play, to say the least. We've seen them two hook up for several exciting plays. As Southern Boone leads by a score of twenty-eight to nothing. Salter will tee it up here. Now the press box is thinking we'll see an odd side kick. You know everything else has gone well tonight. Why not try that? So Salter will approach it. And a high kick will drive the return man inside his own 10. He's going to take it straight up the middle. Now slip and fall. That's what I would do too, looking down the field and seeing nothing but Eagles. Yeah, just like the last time there, the kickoff team, everyone was in their lanes right where they they needed to be. Uh, The blocking has not been the best for the Mustangs on the kickoff return. And, So that time the uh, running back, return man, was trying to get his feet set to make a move, but unfortunately the field would not hold him. So 15.2 seconds left here in this first half. Ball at the 23-yard line for the Mustangs. As they, staring down this goose egg on the scoreboard, it was a 42-20 final the first time these two teams matched up in week six. Now it's a 28 to nothing advantage for Southern Boone. Hess will be in shotgun. He'll have two receivers far side. They'll have a wing here on the near side. He'll put his back into his left hip pocket. He's dropping back, looking downfield. He's going to hit his wide open receiver for 10, 12, 13 yards. He'll be pushed out there. Yeah, we'll ask you to play that time. Uh, Eagles only sent three. They weren't playing prevent in the backfield. They're playing their normal 
um, normal uh, depth. And uh, Eagles, just did, or sorry, the Mustangs did a great job of a quick pass because their linemen did a good job of holding up and uh, gave what they could. So nice, uh, well-executed play by the Mustangs that time. So first and 10 ball at the 36-yard line. 9.7 seconds left here in this first half. Again, Southern Boone leading 28 to nothing. Shepard will be to the left of Hess. He'll drop back, has some pressure. He hits his receiver again, steps out. Oh, that was a flag. It was like a late hit yep, that time. going to be a late hit there. Basically the same play as the previous time. Uh, that time, though, Coach Garris did send a fourth person late to get a little bit of pressure on Hess. But Hess, uh, like we've seen tonight, that doesn't bother him. He throws a nice strike to the left flat. And uh, good job by the Mustangs to, again, take what the defense has given him. And, unfortunately, Eagles uh, late hit on the, on the out of bounds there. So it's going to give an extra 15 yards. So here we are with one play. Left yeah, and that, uh, they got 35 yards to work yeah. with. And Hess, as we've seen before, he can throw that ball pretty well. And the coaches can call the right play. They had the play before. That play is before. Up. That was a, a drop in the end zone. So, yeah, play ends to up, fall asleep on. Ends up going for almost 30 yards as Eldon will call a timeout here. 4.8 seconds left here in this first half. And at halftime, we'll take a look at your scoring summary, take a look at some of the other statistical information. We'll get to hear the band perform, and uh, we'll, we'll get to see them too. And then uh, Mike will work on getting some area scores. Less games this week than what we normally see because district play, everybody faces each other. So, Except for the you know the number one seeds yep. in most districts. Most districts in uh, Class 2 and Class 3 do not have eight teams. Most are either six or seven. Um, so you're going to have at least one, if not two teams. Right. And the same thing even in 4A. Uh, I know Camden, of course, uh, everyone knows. I'm from I went to high school in Camden. They had the the, the, the the week off. So a lot of teams we normally follow. Uh, Blair Oaks is off today tonight as well. So it will be less games to, to try to seek down scores on. Well, the winner of this game again matches up next week on the road at Moberly. So that's where the winner will play. Moberly having the week off in the number one seed, the number two seed, Mexico. They're also, as you were just saying, Mike, having the week off as well. So this will bring up a first and ten ball at the 35-yard line. As Hess will be back in shotgun, he'll have receivers down low and up top, has some pressure. He's going to have to scramble. He'll be taken down as a quarterback sack. That time we had what I'm going to call our quick and fast pass rush. We had... Manuel in there, you know, at the end, he came hard, and he normally is not out there a pass rusher. We had another uh, young, smaller guy out there rushing the pass. So um, good job by Coach Garris, good strategy to mix up the personnel, to mix up the defensive call, to uh, make Hess uncomfortable, and he had no time to throw. So good job by Coach Garris out there on a nice defensive play call. Are they calling a? They're uh, going to claim you. They call a timeout. Getting time. That's awful hard to have a pass play for a sack that lasts less than 4.8 seconds. You know, because I know that our our press box guys, our clock guy, would not have a a fast. They you know, they have went to school for years to master when to press that to, button. Yes, they have practiced. Nine. What? So I, so I think they need point nine on the clock. But that's that's like asking that's like asking, hey Mike, what's the winning lottery numbers? This yeah, week? exactly. 
0.8 seconds. Wow, that Close is enough. very 0.8. You know what? So if we four second, at it, it looks just fine. I will say that was a very, very fast pass rush. I'll say that. So I guess it could be, have lasted only four seconds. But, again, Coach Garris mixed up personnel, uh, had some smaller, younger, quicker guys in there, uh, brought Noah Rice to the sideline at that time, put uh, Mr. Manuel or Manuel. McCaleb out there and rushed him. He did a great job of getting to the to the quarterback. Yeah, I, I at this point I don't think the point one of a second will make much difference. No, they said no. make it point nine, but our uh, crew up here got it at point eight, which they in horseshoe hand job. grenades and football on Friday night. That's sure close enough for me. I like that. So that'll bring up a second, and it really doesn't matter what it is, as they'll get one play here. It's second and very long as they're looking at having to get in the end zone from about 41 yards out. Dropping back is Hess. He's looking downfield. He's going to throw it up. It'll be intercepted as the Eagles will get the interception. So they put more time on the clock, and it's intercepted. And, of course, from our good buddy, McCaleb Manuel gets the interception there. Yeah, good job. No, I think I think McCaleb was rushing. I think that was, I think uh, you're right. I think it was maybe Salter maybe. But, no, excellent job oh, Evans. by Coach Garris that time. Again, just – had the three guys, the three quick guys out there trying to cause a, a pass rush. Uh, plenty of time for Hess to make the pass, but with eight guys back, eight guys covering uh, five, the numbers are on Eagles' favor. They did a good job, well executed, great strategy. And Coach Garris and Coach Ross still have a shutout going into Absolutely. the second half. So Absolutely. Good we job can see the, the shutout and the running clock and get out of here well, a little early. Not quite on the running clock. You know, they score. Well, we get the ball back to start the second half, so we uh, we score one time, and we'll see we'll see a little fast action. So we're going to take a quick break here. We'll get reset for our halftime show and uh, pass along our scoring summary as well as our other activities we have here uh, throughout the season in our halftime show as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network from Class 3, District 5 action here on the Show Me Sports Network. Role models are more important than ever in today's society. You can serve as a role model for others the next time you display good sportsmanship at a high school athletic event. Good sports are winners and are also vital to preserving our fine sports traditions. So the next time you attend a sporting event, remember to be a good sport and help rekindle the spirit of citizenship. This message has been brought to you by your friends at the Missouri State High School Activities Association and this local radio station. In today's world, injury prevention is at the top of everyone's list. However, heat-related occurrences get routinely overlooked. Zealous WBGT puts that front and center. By using cutting-edge formulas and technology, Zealous WBGT streamlines and simplifies obtaining and documenting wet bulb globe temperature readings. With a simple touch of a button, you can check WBGT anywhere in the world, receiving alerts when the WBGT goes over the threshold you select. Join the stress-free way to protect student-athletes, employees, and overall operations from extreme heat by downloading the free Zealous WBGT app today. Save time, save money, save lives with Zealous WBGT. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. 
Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. Hello, Blake Gasway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Well, the band performing here at halftime as Southern Boone has the 28 to nothing lead as they have pretty much controlled much of the first half of the game. It's the band giving their ode to Elton John, doing a nice job entertaining the crowd here on hand. As we'll take a look at your scoring summary here for our ball game here tonight in the first half. Again, it's been all Southern Boone, at least on the scoreboard. They got started with a 12-yard touchdown pass from Evans to Morris. That was a seven-play, 66-yard drive. PAT by Salter was good. That made it a 7-0 Southern Boone lead with 4.13 left to go in the first quarter. Then they would punch it in one more time in the first half just before, sorry, the first quarter, just before the end of the first quarter on a... 50-yard touchdown run by Brady Dapkiss. It was a one-play 50-yard drive. That came with 6.6 seconds left on the clock in the first quarter. That made it a 14-0 Southern Boone County lead. That would take us through the end of the first quarter. Then Southern Boone would score on a 12-yard touchdown run by Bulls. PAT by Salter was good. That was a four-play 21-yard drive. That came with 7.58 left before halftime. It was a 21 to nothing score in favor of Southern Boone County. 
Then Southern Boone would score on a 34-yard touchdown pass from Evans to Morris. That was an 11-play, 83-yard drive. That came with 20.4 seconds left before halftime. That made it a 28-0 score in favor of Southern Boone. However, that touchdown was a 4th and 33 when they were able to score that 34-yard touchdown pass. So that 28-0 score took us here to halftime as we sit in favor of Southern Boone County as they lead 28-0 here in the opening round, the quarterfinals action of Class 3 District 5 tournament here in the state of Missouri. In Southern Boone, the number four seed, Eldon, the number five seed. Taking a look at some of the other numbers in the first half, both teams having seven first downs in the first half. There were two interceptions thrown by Eldon. Neither team had any fumbles. Three penalties on Eldon, five penalties on Southern Boone. Eldon is two of eight on third downs. Southern Boone, one of four on third downs. For Eldon, they are one of five on fourth down. Southern Boone is two for three on fourth down conversions. Two sacks have uh, come the way of the Eldon quarterback. He's also had one knockdown and uh, one and uh, three QB hurries, just one QB hurry against Evans for Southern Boone. That is uh, how we got to our 28 to nothing score here at halftime as uh, Mike's continuing to work on getting some of these scores from around the area in other district action games. Again, uh, the top two seeds in many of these districts getting a uh, first-round bye due to having six teams in the uh, district or having seven teams. So it's a little different than what we normally see here most nights as uh, all these district teams matching up to play against each other. And it seems like there's some awful good games going on across the uh, area. Yeah, there's definitely some close games going on right now, especially in our district. Uh, Boonville is up 21-13 over Fulton. I think uh, somebody early in our radio broadcast mentioned that Fulton probably playing with a great deal of excitement and confidence. So Absolutely. they're 21-13 right now, so good for them. Uh, we got California and St. Francis Borgia Knights out of Washington, Missouri. They're tied up at 14-14. Father Tolton, um, last I saw, they're down 28-22. To North Callaway, Follow Tolton's having a, had a seven and two season, and still they were the number four seed. Go figure. Anyway, uh, Fairgrove is winning eight to six over our Versailles Tigers of the Tri County Conference. Um, Hallsville's up thirty two to nothing over Parmira, who has had to forfeit a lot of games this year, so that's no surprise there. Fayette is taking it to Russellville right now. They're up twenty four to nothing. Wow. Russellville comes in that game eight and one. Uh, Cold Camp is beating Harrisburg 20-14. Harrisburg, 7-2 and two this year at number 6 seed. So shows you what that district's right. looking like there. Uh, Cold Camp was also 7-2 and two at the number 3 seed. No score on Salisbury versus the Hornets of Westran. Uh, let's see, Odessa. Watch out, 3A. They're up 56-13. to 13. They just had a kickoff return for a touchdown. Wow. So that's still first half for them. So Odessa seems to be running strongly now, which they have a tendency to do this time of the year. Helias is up 27-0 over Liberty. We got uh, Battle, who at 2-7, and seven, number 6 seed, is over Capital City Cavaliers, at, who are 7-2, and two, number 3 seed, 14-7. So got a good game going on there. 
Rockbridge is up over Hickman, 21 to nothing, um, in halftime of their game. So do have some uh, interesting scores out there. Certainly some possibility of a couple upsets. That Boonville-Fulton game is an interesting one that I'm sure will be uh, quick to try to follow in the second half. Yeah, there, there definitely are some interesting scores there. And, you know, it, it's ironic, too, as I was putting together that list, I was really shocked at the number of teams that have great, what we would call a great record, 7-2. Oh, yeah. and two, seven You two would say, that's a great number year. Six. Yeah, and you're number crazy. six. Like, it's crazy. It just shows how many of these districts. They're, really, what we're seeing now is is the districts that are so loaded that everybody only everybody is one, two wins away from everybody, and they only have one or two losses in the entire season. Or it's like ours where there's uh, a lot of 500 seasons, give or take a game either way from 500, and everybody's all stacked up right there in the middle with that. So yeah. that, is, uh, that is interesting for sure. But, you know, that's exactly why we – play the game on Friday night because you never know. The football is an odd-shaped thing, and it bounces now, you know, funny Keep in mind, time. we've normally not always been that fortunate <laughs> right. to be in a district where, you know, four and five, five and four could get you the first place in a in a week one bye. Well, actually, just both teams were four and five with week, with week one buys in our district. But anyway, so, yeah, definitely a, a really interesting situation going on. That we're seeing, so uh, yeah, that one A class, the class one district five, quite the, you know, Fayette of course, they're number seven, and they're beating the number two Russellville eight and one. So again, Russellville was eight and one, and they were still the, the number two seed. So, yeah, it's just just a little crazy to say the least. Like I said, we've talked about it numerous times. I'm just glad that I don't have to figure out that formula, that uh, it does it for us. So. Well, the good thing is we have some mighty nice. Uh, computers these days that can really turn that stuff out. Absolutely. I remember you used to have to wait wait a good day or two to figure out. Now it's all done automatically and usually by the time we're done packed up yep. on Friday night, we have a pretty good idea what's going on as long as everyone gets their scores. I'm, I'm sure some of our listeners are laughing at that, but yeah, I've been doing games for 20 years now and I remember a decade ago, you didn't know who you were going to play and you did have to wait for a few days to figure out what it looked like for where you were going to be matched up unless you were the front runner. If you were at the, yeah. the penthouse or the outhouse, you knew where you were going. Well, you know, But outside of that, you had no idea. Back when a certain per- person in this press box graduated high school, the coaches actually met early Saturday mornings to exchange did, yep. game tape yep. in the old days. Now it's all you know done digitally with Huddle and all the other programs out there. So. Yep. yep. It's uh, Times have changed, but technology has become our friend, to say the least, I think, and I know Misha's upgraded their system to uh, do the credentialing this year. Much nicer, much better online system. That it's never been online. So Yeah, I was very thankful that you took yeah, care of all yeah, for me. Even, I didn't, didn't yeah, have to do it anything. Great. It was great. And I did. I will admit, in softball, I found a bug in the system. They're still not sure. I felt really bad about calling them. But, I bet uh, you said them. Yeah, before. I found, found a problem with it. So uh, they, as far as I know, we got a workaround, but we never figured out what the problem was. But you know what, I was glad to uh, help them out and, and identify a problem. It was easy to get the work around, just uh, happened to find that. So it was a little little troubling because I was trying to request the credentials and I saw nothing. Like there was there was nothing there for me to click on. That was a little concerning. So, But, uh, again, just a bug that uh, we were able to get the work around. And, you know, it's been our pleasure bringing you the first half of action here. And, 
And, uh, you know, it's, we, we've enjoyed it. It's been a great season. I do want to give a shout-out to, I know uh, we have several listeners from the Booster Club. They've worked hard week in and week out all season long as they do, uh, having uh, some good barbecue, having meals, raising funds, doing a lot of things. And I know uh, they've, they, they've got uh, big-time support of our broadcast they give us, and we try to pass it back to them and give them support. But, you know, they've... They have spent tireless hours working on stuff, and uh, you well, know. Well, they they feed me every single Friday absolutely. when we're at home, and uh, that the tailgate special is uh, the best deal going in town. So, right, and uh, it was just, just good today. The eighteen was working today down there. They were Miss Eddie and was down there. Jennifer John was down there. They were all quick. I didn't have to wait very long to get my food. So, thank you. Thanks to them. And always, that's uh, the best fries of I'm going to say in the state of Missouri for for uh, and the great value. So uh, absolutely, really thank them. Yeah, so they're been working so hard doing stuff, and we appreciate it. I know they also did the uh, the fence uh, design over there that says uh, we are Southern Boone number one, or oh maybe that's maybe that's a heart on there. I guess I can't tell that one. <laughs> it's dark enough. I can't tell what's between Southern there you Boone go. and Blame the one. it on the light. <laughs> Blame but it on they, the lights. Yeah. They organize that, and they, they do a lot of stuff throughout the year. So want to give them a special shout-out. And obviously to all of our listeners, you know, we've had the uh, pleasure to follow the team. This is year two now to follow the team, and we uh, we definitely want to see many, many, many more years to come. So uh, had a chance to add softball this year. Believe it or not, it's hard to think, but football is wrapping up. We know it is. It seemed like we just started, but basketball will be around the corner. We're going to continue to give you coverage of basketball for southern boone and hopefully this year we got to have a meeting but uh basically a meeting to figure out how long we need a court but just like we did up until this week because of some issue rules and postseason play and all this other stuff we're going to work uh with the school and find out exactly what uh, cords we need i know what we need i just need to figure out the length um, but be able to plug our audio into the camera for basketball. So uh, just like here at the football field, the huddle system, there's one set up in the gym. And so they give coverage or video on YouTube on the uh, Southern Boone Athletics uh, YouTube page. They carry the video of that. So we're going to put our audio with their video as well for basketball games. And just a lot of uh, fun and excitement. I know the girls will be playing in the uh, – uh, the uh, Sophie Cunningham Classic, that'll be a new tournament. I'm going to try to get some the, uh, I wouldn't say the rights, but the opportunity to go and broadcast that game. Uh, it's uh, part of the Norm Stewart Classic, and ESPN has all of those rights. So don't know if I'll uh, be successful in that, but I'm certainly going to make a case to uh, to try to go and do that as well. And um, the schedule coming out, it looks pretty favorable. And, uh, you know, we're going to have some fun. Obviously, we want to travel as far as we can with football, and hopefully that'll be a run towards the Class 3 state championship. But, uh, yeah, like I said, it's crazy to know that basketball is starting here pretty quick, like when it just seems like we started football. Well, unfortunately, football can't be played the full full year. Um, I think we'd have a lot of tired bodies if we did. Yeah, but, you know, I, I, always, I love watching the Arena League and the USFL or whatever they're calling it these days. So I'll watch all of it. Anything's better than, than uh, well, it is better than any other sport out there. So, but anyway, but uh, certainly no time to look. Let's just kind of admire, be happy where we're at now. We have a twenty-eight to nothing lead going into the second half. You get the ball. Where offense has played excellent. Coach Ross and the other 
coaches have called a wonderful, great offensive game. Coach Garris on defense side has done an excellent job with his play calls. Just all around really, really good, good effort. If we can take this first series, first drive, and punch in the end zone, that might be enough. But uh, I tell you what, Mustangs have been still fighting pretty hard. You know, I, I know people hate to talk about the the little feel-good wins and losses. I know we 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 do we do that on occasion as well. But honestly, they're not giving up. They're trying really hard. So we definitely want to make sure we start the second half to get in that that position. Well, I think uh, one of the telling signs from the first half too is the fact that both teams have seven first downs. But that shows me that. You know, those first downs are coming for Eldon. They're sustaining some of these drives, but they're they're just, you know, they yeah. need 10 yards, they're picking up 15, or they need four or five yards, and they pick up six or seven. There were several plays that I can remember offhand where Southern Boone picked up 30 yards. Yeah. They picked up Definitely 25. Eldon has had to work much harder to get their first downs. Eagles have had a lot of, good, a lot of big plays, so uh, certainly Mustangs. But Mustangs are capable. They have. They have some good speed between Hess and their, and their tailback. And, and I, know, I know the first game we saw their uh, sophomore, one of the Beedland boys, uh, do really well as too. So, you know, they, they have the capability of right. breaking off long. They had a good return. That, and they should have had six points on the board. Oh, yeah. That was a fourth down for sure touchdown. It was for sure, Wide yeah. open, dropped it in the end zone, but did the receiver. Sometimes they say the hardest – pass the catch is the one where you're uncovered and that was certainly the case exactly that was exactly how it went there but you know what we've we've seen that heartbreak as well we've we felt it as well so you know it's uh it's just part of the game unfortunately yeah. you see yeah, outside of wardsville it tends to happen to everybody <laughs> yeah yeah that's, never that's seems pretty... to happen down there to them though <laughs> yeah i think that's a that's a fair that's a fair uh fair statement there for sure so both teams finishing up their uh, warm-ups here to start the second half. Again, Southern Boone will get the football to start the second half of action as they lead by a score of 28 to nothing here as potentially if Southern Boone could march the uh, kickoff down the field here and uh, punch it in and get the PAT, then we just might get the running clock here, which I think would be A-OK for uh, everybody in attendance. We've only seen in the... First half of action, nine possessions in the first half of action. So quick moving first half as uh, really surprised that they only had that many. We've seen some that had uh, felt like about 40 possessions as well. So we've uh, we've been on both sides of that, but just nine possessions that uh, – has gone so far here in the game and you know, 28 and it, to nothing score. That's been a pretty fast uh, first half compared to our first quarter last week. Then, oh, yeah, we had the, the we had the record for the longest first half and the quickest second half of, of yeah. football. But the, uh, uh, but yeah, we'll see what's going on. It's starting to get a little little chillier. You know, as we all know that dipping into the 40s the last week, couple weeks, a lot of our plants have died away. I know my wife's pretty much given up on anything living outside. Except the grass. My grass is growing like, yeah. like crazy. Probably need to cut grass tomorrow myself. So, But uh, anyway, again, a great night. I'm not going to complain about the weather. No rain, no snow or anything. So just uh, a nice night. But uh, it's just that time of the year where it's about time to start bundling up a little bit extra. So uh, we'll see what, go- what goes on here in the first quarter. Or, sorry, first uh, drive of the half. Uh, interesting. Again, I, I can't say enough about the play calling. 
that uh, Coach Ross has done. He's called just a perfect play mix to get these. Again, we got two guys that are starting on offense that haven't played a, a play this year, and they've done a great job. Um, I did see toward the end of the first half some substitutions on there. It looks like Noah got a chance to take a break out there on uh, offense. So, uh, again, just an excellent job of the offensive line, excellent play calling, and great ex- execution all the way around. Yeah, you know, that's the thing is they've they've dialed it uh, formation-wise. They, they've dialed it down just a little bit to make it a little easier for those guys, but they've still been able to to take what they're doing. You know, they're not running as complicated schemes, but they're still able to run a plethora yeah, of that, plays that's out That's the key. That. It's been simple plays, simple quick passes out, not a lot of craziness. Uh, the one play where we did kind of do a double reverse uh, didn't end up very, very well for us. But, yeah, but sometimes you know, keeping it simple and stupid is, is the better way, uh, and that's something that you go back to the legendary Pete Atkins. His offenses were nothing special. It was just three or four plays, and they ran them very, very well, and they would knock the crud off you <laughs> as yep. they were on their way to the end zone. So, and and just like in our pregame conversation with with uh, Coach Ross, you know, he he had mentioned that about you know giving these guys. I mean, it's tough. Not only are they starting the first time on offense of the season, and possibly very few times in their career they've been on offense, but it's it's the opening round of districts, so. You know, others to say there's a lot on the line is uh, is is pretty uh, you know a pretty small undertone to say the least. But for them to be able to step in to start districts and be able to to uh, function as well, just like we had talked about giving the players confidence, getting them that quality time out there is so key, and it sets them up to be successful for later on, not just on yeah. the football field, but no uh, just in general. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, sitting very, very well for next week. Um, obviously, we're not going to get Dylan. Dylan's out for the rest of the, the season due to his uh, hip issue. So an onside kick will be taken by Taylor as he will put two hands on it, quickly fall down to the ground. Exactly what you want to see. Yeah, get perfect bounce. The ball popped up right there. All he had to do is catch it in his stomach and fall to the ground. So excellent, uh, excellent job by the young man there for the Eagles. Ball be on the 47-yard line as for Eldon. They were quickly to get that ball kicked off. So Southern Boone will take over on their own 47-yard line as they start the second half of action here. They lead by a score, 28 to nothing. Evans in shotgun has Dapkis to his right. He'll give the handoff to him. He's being patient, get behind his blockers. He'll have three or four yards before he's taken down there midfield. Yeah, nice power play over the left-hand side. Um, great job by the coaches this time. I, I think they recognize that Noah is more comfortable, fires off the ball better than out of, out of a two-point stance. Pretty much everybody else is in a three-point stance, and he did a great job firing off, blocking the in and out, and it's ran right up there behind him. So nice job by the offensive line there on the left-hand side. You get Inslee at left guard. Got Justin Post at center. Uh, anyway, just excellent job by everybody around. So two receivers far side. They'll have a wing here on the near side. That's McKee. They sit him in motion. Evans gets the shotgun snap, fakes the handoff, rolling to the far side, looking downfield, gets it off to McKee. He'll have five yards on the play to bring up third and short. Yeah, excellent pass blocking that time by the offensive line all the way up and down. Did a good job of giving him plenty of time. Uh, Evans was nice and patient, waiting for his guy to come open to the last second. Fired a strike to him. So nice job of the offensive line that time. So it'll be ball on the 45-yard line of the Mustangs. Again, Southern Boone marching here. 
They have the ball to start this second half of action. They lead 28 to nothing. Third and two, as Evans will get the shotgun snap. He'll give it off to Bowles. He does a nice move to get through the first wave. He'll pick up five yards, move the chains. Yeah, excellent pull by Hayden Insley from his left guard spot to the right. He was so quick getting to the hole. Yeah, Bowles didn't have to wait one bit to hit that hole. So nice job by the offensive line there. Good job by Post. So that'll bring up a new set of downs here. Ball on the 40-yard line. As Evans will be in shotgun, he'll have Bowles standing in his left hip pocket. He will give it to him. He'll try to work the far side. He'll get the corner. He's got five yards. He'll be tripped up after he gains about seven yards. Yeah, that time both left guard, right guard, both pulled out to the right. I think that would have been Inslee and Young did a great job of pulling, getting out to the the right-hand side. And uh, just nice job, giving a nice seal there and giving a nice hole for him to uh, to run through. So nice job. Offensive line's really firing off the ball really well. If you're watching the game, you're seeing these guys really pulling quickly to get to their spot. So second and three here is of uh, two receivers down at the bottom of the play. As again, going right to left on your broadcast as you listen. Evans will be in shotgun. Have a wing up top. He'll drop back looking near side. Now he's going to throw it up towards the end zone. He's gone. Morris just falls at his feet. He could not get hands on that pass. It'll be incomplete. Yeah, what a beautiful job. I know you guys are probably getting tired of me saying it, but the offensive line is on fire on this drive. They gave Evans all day long in pass protection that time. So he had plenty of time to uh, get his feet set and – Pretty well covered, threw the ball only to where his guy was at. He had enough time to start his own pot of chili back there, just like yeah, just like Mr. Heston. So to bring up third and short, they'll give it to Bowles. He'll make one man miss, but he'll be taken down. Try to get the corner. He'll lose two yards. It'll bring up a fourth and five. Yeah, remember that play a couple plays ago where he pulled the left guard, right guard out to the right, had a real nice eight, nine-yard gain. Well, we tried to do it again, but unfortunately, uh, well covered by the Mustangs. Only got a couple yards that time. So they do say ball will be at the 34, so it'll be a fourth and four instead of a fourth and five. Clock nearing nine to go here in this third quarter. Get a 28 to nothing score in favor of Southern Boone. So bunch everybody up, everybody in tight. As Evans will be in shotgun, they'll split out Dampkiss as he will continue to drop back. He's the relief valve. They'll pass it to him as he'll get it at the 40. He'll make a couple men miss. Get behind. He's looking for the first down and more across the 30 down inside the 25. That was all Brady Dapkiss there to pick up the chain mover. Because it was a jailbreak defensive rush that time. No no room for the quarterback that time. And he just uh, basically just had a relief valve. And Dapkiss caught that ball a good, what, five yards behind line scrimmage? Yeah. And then Eldon did a great job converging on him. I thought for sure they had him dead to rights. But that's an absolute fabulous job by Dapkis making the first guy, first two guys miss and finds a little bit of seam. He picks up about 12 yards there, moves the chains. As they'll send bowls in motion, they'll give it to him on the end around, actually fake it. As with it is Evans. He's cutting to the outside, now cuts back inside. He'll be down inside the 15 near the 10-yard line. They'll look over, say, move the chains, boys. Yeah, it kind of looked like a more of a quarterback had the option to hand the ball off or keep it. It's what it kind of sort of looked like. And he's reading the defensive end that time. who We, we left unblocked on, on the right-hand side. And the that end did go to the running back, so that was the right call to keep it. And he's tucked it up right up the middle. 
So it'll be first and 10 at the 12-yard line. Evans in shotgun. He'll get the snap. Quick pass off here to the near side to McKee. Trying to work his magic. He's at the five. He'll dive to the pylon. Touchdown. What a nice play that was. A quick pass out to McKee in the left-hand flat. Uh, the defender did a really good job of getting off his block and had a chance to keep that to a no gain or a loss of one or two yards. But McKee did a great job of making him miss. And then... Then it was all a race to the corner, and he outran it, the defender. So McKee takes that in from 12 yards out. That lengthens the lead. Salter will come on to try the PAT here, as currently it's 34 to nothing in favor of Southern Boone. So he says he's ready. The snap will come here in just a second. It's high. Snap is down. Kick is up, and it looks good, and it is. And that will make it a 35 to nothing score as we play here in the third quarter as 7.45 left to go here in the third. We'll take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Tonight's game is not only a competitive contest between these two schools, but it's also an educational experience for the students involved. Because high school activities are about learning life values, your friends at this local radio station and the Missouri State High School Activities Association remind everyone to do their part in keeping our hometown sports a positive experience for everyone. When you attend your next game, do your part to help rekindle the spirit of citizenship by showing good sportsmanship. You'll be teaching a positive lesson, and you'll be preserving a proud tradition in the state of Missouri. Well, Southern Boone lengthens their lead to a score of 35 to nothing as they march down the field, take the opening kick there, the second half, march it down the field, 53 yards. They go in nine plays, capped off by a 12-yard touchdown pass from Evans to McKee to take the lead as Salter will have it teed up. Exactly the kind of series you want to see coming out out of a, a, felt like a long halftime, but good job by the Eagles, good job all the way around, good play calling by the coaches, good job uh, by the offensive line. It's a nice all well well played. So high end over in kick will drive the return man back to his own five as he'll work it here to the near side, stutter step, and he will be taken down at the 20-yard line. Well, that was better blocked by the return team that time by the Mustangs, but unfortunately the Eagles did a great job of staying in their lanes and clogging up the lanes, so nice job by the kickoff team. It's done very, very well tonight. So Eldon will have the ball now. We should see the running clock in effect. Hallsville 38 to nothing over Palmyra, the end of... The third quarter. So Hess will be in shotgun. He will drop back, has pressure, had to get rid of it. And it's going to be bounced off the hands of his receiver who was laying on his back. Yeah, we got some new numbers we're calling this week in there. Justin Post is playing uh, quite a bit on defensive line. He's played some linebacker this year, but he's getting off the ball really quickly into that backfield. Um, Great job by Noah Rice out there. Great job by... uh, Mr. Nichols, Kale or Charlie? I think Kale, Kale Nichols. Charlie, I believe, is his older brother. Uh, nice job by the defensive line that time, getting some pressure on the quarterback. 
So Hess will be in shotgun. He'll have two receivers on the far side. He'll have one back standing to his left. He has some pressure, has to roll to the far side. He's going to throw it up for grabs. His receiver makes the grab, but I think he's out of bounds. Wow. That was well covered. He has to do a great job of throwing the ball up high, but uh, well covered to where he had to catch it out of bounds. So nice job by the secondary that time. A little bit more pass rust. Uh, Taylor was blitzed in from the middle, up up the middle, but – Hess was already rolling out to the left, so that was a good strategy play call by by the Mustangs. So this will bring up a third down. It's third and ten ball at the 22-yard line of the Mustangs, their own 22. Hess will be in shotgun. He'll put Shepard to his left. He'll have receivers at the top of the play. They're going left to right on your broadcast. Looking downfield, throwing it up for grabs. His receiver has a step oh. off his hands. So many times tonight, uh, Hess has just been almost on multiple big plays. And that time, uh, did a pretty good job on the pass, on the on the pass rush there. He threw the ball exactly where he needed to, but just uh, short. If that wide receiver would have been a little bit taller. Hess knocked down on the him. play, too, so he looks to be just a little slow. Southern Moon will drop back. Dapkis and Morris, however. We have seen them do a fake punt already. That was very successful. Yeah, it's clock it. under five to go here in the third quarter. Hess will drop back as he is their punter. He'll get the snap. He will get a good high punt off as that will bounce on the other side of the 50. Dapkus is going to decide to field it, take it up, be pushed out of bounds of the 50. So he gets about a 10-yard return or so. Yeah, I got that lucky bounce. You're right. That was a nice, good high kick. And uh, unfortunately for Mustangs, it bounced right into Dapka's hand. He did a good job. That time it did look like the defense was uh, expecting possibly the the fake, so they, they stayed home there on that one. And I want to say earlier, I called, I didn't call the right person. Uh, it was Alden Boyce earlier that did a really fine job of blocking on at left tackle earlier instead of uh, called the wrong person. So I'm sorry, Mr. Boyce. I see your father sitting right in front of me. He doesn't have any earplugs in, so. Southern Boone will take over at their own 48-yard line. Evans will be in shotgun. They'll pitch it off to Dapkus on the far side. He's trying to work the corner. He'll pick up short yardage. Ran out of real estate, though, over there. Yeah, we'll, real quick pitch to the uh, the, sh- the short side of the field. He did a good job getting up field, so we'll take that good four, four to five-yard gain. Well, he is a very good-looking freshman player there. I'm excited for the future of the program to see him. So as they break the huddle here, clock under three and a half to go this third quarter. Again, 35 to nothing score in favor of Southern Boone. They'll send a man in motion here to the near side. Evans will be in shotgun. He'll pitch it off to Dapkis coming this way. He'll stop, try to hurdle a man, got tripped up. He'll gain about a yard on the play. Yeah, quick pitch to the left that time. We pulled right guard to the left-hand side. Looked like that was Aiden Young that was that pulled. But uh, unfortunately, the, the good play by the defense there to get into the feet, the legs of Dapkus, and he tried to hurdle him, but unfortunately did not make it. Yeah, he got one leg over, couldn't quite get yeah. the other one, just tripped up just enough. As it'll bring up a third and six, a going clock continuing to roll, 240 left here in this third quarter. 
as Evans is in shotgun, has three receivers at the top of the play, one at the bottom. They are on the near hash. He's dropping back, looking downfield. He'll throw it to his receiver. That's Taylor. He's got 15 yards. He'll move the chains. Yeah, great pass blocking that type of offensive line. Gave Evans plenty of time to get his feet set. Threw the ball strike right into Taylor, right over the middle of the field. Did uh, kind of a curl route and uh, nice looking play. He just zings that in there for his senior teammate to pick up the new set of downs. Ball on the 32-yard line. Again, Southern Boone continuing to march downfield. They'll have two receivers top. They'll have one down low as they'll give it to fake it, actually. His nice spin move reverse the field here on the near side oh, wow. is Evans. He's got some room. 10-5. He'll try to slide in for the touchdown. They say he is just out. Oh, he is just out at the, what, half-yard line? What an excellent play by Evans that time. That was, I don't think he, I don't think it was a called fake jet sweep and then spin. I think it, it kind of broke down and he did a fantastic job. And that was all speed by Evans there yeah, to he make that play. pirouetted and took off towards the house. Yeah, I've never seen where you're, okay, quarterback, <laughs> fake the ball and then do a little spin and then take off running. Usually aren't aren't taught how to do that. You know what? Hey, not, it works. We should put it in it the playbook. It works exactly. This gives. Can you have a napkin here so we can write that play on? <laughs> so it'll bring up a first and goal, just shy of the goal line. All right. Stepping up center. under center is Evans. He will take oh. it, and he'll be stood up and fall sideways. Well, I like the under, the quarterback under center. Unfortunately. It didn't look very pretty there. He tried to get off to the left, and it looked a, a tad slow. The Mustang nose guard did a good job of firing off getting some penetration. It's almost like Eldon was expecting us to do that, loaded up It's like they knew the, the snap there. count, so maybe we just need to do a different snap count this time. So Evans will be in shotgun. Still a, a second ago, he'll give it to Bowles. He'll slip through. He will. Well, I nope. thought he was in there. He's I short he of the goal too. line. Well, the, the, it was a little slow play. The snap was high, and that slowed things down that time. So it was a, basically kind of a quick dive to the right-hand side. And unfortunately, uh, that's, that delay in getting the, getting the runner moving gave the defense a chance to get a player in the gap. Well, that will take us to the end of the third quarter of action as we'll take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Moon County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network, here in Class 3, District 5 action. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, retrievingfreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Well, we go to the other end of the field here as the end of the third quarter takes us to 12 minutes on the clock remaining. Say 35, 35 to nothing lead for Southern Boone. 
So this will set up a third and goal, just shy of the goal line on about, what, the three-quarter yard marker? One foot, baby. Yeah, it's yeah. not far. Not much. I think uh, possibly you bring in, you know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see Noah back there again. I think he is. Yep, he's back at that sniffer fullback, but oh, my gosh. So they will hand it to Bowles, and he is dropped back after yeah, a couple-yard loss. They put Noah Rice in at uh, at that kind of a sniffer back, some may call it, fullback offset. And uh, he did a good job firing off getting to the hole, but uh, well, well scouted by the Mustangs. They had the right play call. Two or three guys got back there and actually lost a yard or two. So Salter is going to try the field goal here. So we'll see where they spot it. Is that on the 10? So it would be a 20-yard try. So Salter will step it off here. As it's fourth and goal. All at about the three. So snap is low, but places down, kick is up, and it is good by a mile. Salter gets the 20-yard field goal. We know Plenty he's got the leg. On that. Yeah, so uh, well blocked that time. So good job. Now the next progression in, in with Noah in there as a sniffer back is to do a play action and sneak him out in the flat. And uh, I asked his aunt recently, he's like, can he catch the ball? And she laughed. <laughs> Not sure exactly what she meant by that. But uh, anyway, I bet he can catch the ball just fine. So we'll see how that goes. You know what? I, th- I think that sounds like a great, a great idea. I know you're fond of the pass, so. You know what? And, and we've talked, our linemen don't always get a lot of love. So. They don't. They don't. <laughs> we need, press box says we need to amend that. They get no love. So oh, very, very they little get love. love from us over here. So. so Southern Boone does add to their lead. Clock again, continuing to roll here. So now they lead 38 to nothing as Salter will have it teed up. Kicks this will be about nine and a half to go here in regulation. It's a shutout so far for Southern Boone. So Salter has it teed up. He's got a four by six, four on the far side, six here on the near side. As we have a flag down. That's somebody off sides. It didn't look yeah. anybody moved, but. Well, Salter has one of the deepest setups that I've seen. So he's back there a good 12 yards or so on his run up. It is delay, delay a game. Oh, so. delays what they called, huh? That's what happens when your kicker takes his time to line everything up. I actually, I was kind of laughing because they all did their slap their thigh pads and nobody was at all in sync with that. <laughs> they need to work on their choreography. Yeah. They, they need to get with the cheerleaders. Absolutely. Hey, cheerleaders, come to practice. Help us out here. You know what? Despite this, though, moving them back, the return man still standing at his own five. Salter again boots that one high and over in kick. That'll be taken to about the 15. As coming up here on the near side, it was a turn man. He makes the first wave miss. He'll be spun around across the uh, 40. So he'll have a decent return there. Yeah, that, 
Kind of a shallow kick that time. Did a good job getting over there, but uh, the sophomore, Devin Hardy, did a good job of making the first player miss and got up the sideline. So nice return. A little bit of life left for the Mustangs. We'll see if they can capitalize on that good return. Well, they'll take over on the 41-yard line, their own 41-yard line. Clock continuing to roll here. Like to see Southern Boone keep this shutout intact. As, As with Coach Garris. Eldon has two receivers up top. They'll have a wing and a tight end down low, one back in the backfield. They'll give it to Shepard. He's working near side. He's going to be tackled after a short gain. Several in on the tackle. I saw Noah Rice in on that tackle, too. You saw too. him, too. Yeah, I saw him take on at least two different blockers and uh, kind of a third at the end. So the young man's just busting through those holes. So, again, it's deep in the lines. done a great job up and down. So, uh they were seeing a lot, getting a lot of good play out there. Uh, Aiden Young's been playing nose guard right now, so uh, he hasn't played a ton of nose guard this year, but definitely seeing a lot of mixing up of personnel on the defensive line. I think there's only, is there 10 out there or is there 11? Like we maybe only had 10 as they'll throw it to the far side. Does Hess, he'll complete it to his wide receiver as that will be picked up. That pass was good to uh, Jalen Beckman. Yeah, just a quick five and out to the flat on the right-hand side, the wide side of the field for the uh, Mustangs and get well covered, wrapped up as soon as you caught the ball. So getting some substitutions in right now for the Eagles on the defensive line, getting some fresh guys in there. Looks like we got Jennings in there right now. Also bring up a third and manageable, third and three, as they'll give it to Shepard. He cuts oh. it back inside. He's dragging some players. He will pick up about three and a half. He will yeah. move the chains. What a nice hard run that time. Like I said, uh, got some – Got some fresh bodies in there for the Eagles defensive line, and uh, they ran right out the left-hand side, did a good job. Shepard did get to the hole and spinning and getting his, keeping his feet moving like he's done all night. He needed three yards, got about three and a half. So this will bring up a new set of downs. Again, clock continuing to roll, 6.15 and counting. First and 10 ball at the 48-yard line of Southern Boone. Hessen shotgun. He'll drop back looking far side. He has some pressure. He's got to roll to the far side. He's just going to get rid of it and out of bounds as he had to run for his life over there and got rid of it. Yeah, it's a, it's a three-man line. We've seen this a few times, and what would, what Jennings will do is he'll kind of delay uh, from his outside linebacker spot, and he gets to the quarterback really fast, and that basically caused Hess to want to throw that ball a little earlier. And Hess did a good job throwing the ball out of bounds, didn't do anything to put the ball in danger. So that'll bring up a second and 10 now. Ball again at the 48-yard line of Southern Boone. Hess has two receivers down low. He will give it off to Shepard. He's got five yards, 10 yards. He'll pick up 13 or 14 all in all. Yeah, nice run. Uh, I think everyone in the stadium, including the defense, kind of thought they were going to probably pass the ball that time. So they spread people out. But uh, they decided to do a quick little handoff and quick dive to their running back, who, again, does a really good job hitting the hole hard and keeping his feet moving. So we'll bring up a new set of downs here. Again, clock nearing five to go. Ball at the 34-yard line, first and 10. Hess will be in shotgun. He will fake the handoff, rolling to the far side, has pressure. He's got to step up. He's going to be taken down. He got the pass oh. off somehow. i got to wonder, when are you in the grasp there? But As no, he, he got he, it off. He got it off, and he had a guy he was throwing to. is just over his outside finger. So good pass for us. Two guys coming from each side. I think that was Inslee uh, was, was one of the guys. and I'm not sure who the other one is. I do apologize. But two guys came in for the Eagles. Got almost wrapped them up as a sandwich. 
and Hess did a marvelous job of getting the ball out of there. And actually, like I said, he's just about a foot tall on his own wide receiver. Second and ten as they'll give it off to Shepard. He's trying to work the far side. He'll pick up five or six yards before he's taken down. Nice job there, though, for him to get that corner and pick up some extra yardage. Yeah, the, the, the play was designed to go inside, and it wasn't much there, and he bounced it outside and uh, got outside of our containment on, on, the, on our left side. So nice job by the running back. So I bring up third and four, four minutes left in the ball game. So third and four here, Hess will be in shotgun. He'll have two receivers up top, have wing to tight end here on the near side. In his right hip pocket is Shepard. He'll fake the handoff, rolling, has some pressure, throws down to the corner. His receiver oh, will have it go off wow. his hands. This has, he's thrown some good good passes. That one was right there on the dime. Did a good job of pass, getting the ball only to where his guy could get it. But uh, it required a perfect throw because it was well covered by the Eagles secondary that time. Thus, we'll bring up a fourth and four. Clock under three and a half to go. This will be the play right here that determines possibly if the shutout is intact or not because if you're Eldon, you've got to go for the end zone. So fourth and four here. And Shepard will be in the right hip pocket. Of Hess. They will give the handoff to him, trying to work the far side. He will be short short of the first down marker. It'll be a turnover on downs. Excellent tackle that time. Was that Morris or was that Taylor? Yeah, Chase Morris did a good job coming up from the secondary to make that tackle. Uh, They decided to do a little counter play that time. And the defense had it well covered. So good job, Eagles. Guess Eldon was not listening to me when I said they should have went towards the end zone there. Said so hand it off. I was wondering, like, they only need five yards to get the first down. You know what? So. I'm optimistic. you got to go <laughs> and try, try to get some points up. But clearly uh. I was not in the know there on what they were scripting up. So ball will be at the 24-yard line. That's where Southern Boone will take over. As uh, All right. So when you're up 35 to nothing running clock, sometimes you just got to ask yourself some interesting questions like, how cold does it have to be before Coach Tracy does not wear shorts? I don't think there's an answer. I only saw him once wear shorts, and that was Moberly a couple years ago when it was freezing. But, uh, yeah, you got to like those games like that when you have some chance to, to, to ponder the facts of life. I'm still going to ponder why they didn't go for the inside <laughs> <there>. <laughs> All right. Even me, this drama. Come on now. So All right. Up. So should see some substitutions in uh, for the Eagles, I would imagine. Maybe get some different players in there. Gotcha. That way give, give you guys a little bit of rest. I think that's what we're kind of seeing the last couple, the last series of defense. A lot of players coming in and out. That gives a chance because, you know, the team you're playing – had the, had, had, the, had the week off. Right. So they had a good chance to get their bumps and bruises healed, so lick two, your wounds. 2.06 left on the clock. How about you? What if you send somebody else to light them? Then you're scot free. We've had fireworks. Apparently, we're not allowed to have oh, them. Oh, I was going to say. Not we we did them. get to see the fastest 40 dash you know, from. Uh, Athletic director, ago. yeah, athletic director Trent Tracy was setting the setting it ablaze getting down there. Yeah. Well, Mesha, they're the no fun league almost, you know. Can't have video unless you pay them money. Can't have fireworks. Unless you pay them money, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure there's there's a fee for everything. 
So we'll have some backup players in as this oh. will be a new quarterback in. Good pass there, just a little low. As that's from just Mason. A low. Yeah, quick pass, trying to get the flat. Uh, that plays worked well for us uh, pretty much all night. But that time uh, didn't quite get there far enough. So, so Eldon calls a timeout here with a minute 56 left to go. Well, they want to try to keep that shutout from occurring as well. But uh, they have two more remaining. I think so. Coach Ross is going to say, "All right, let's just run this ball, keep this clock running." Right. I mean, I, I I get the idea, but with it being a 38 to nothing score, I think you just lick your wounds and you know something that uh, people don't always think about is. These guys. Do we have a Twitter handle at all? Uh, it's for for the for Show Me Sports. Yeah, Network. Show Me Sports Net because right. there's not enough characters for network. We no, need to get the cheerleaders to throw one of those up. Yeah, here I was going to say, uh, Melissa Paisley, if you're listening or uh, in-laws are listening, please uh, let's see if Addie. I think she's got a hell of an arm. I bet she can get the ball up here. No guarantee they'll catch it though. You know, I but, I was doing a game one time where they threw and they didn't mean to, but they threw it through the window and just about hit me right square in the face because I wasn't looking. Have you seen that t-shirt cannon that yeah. they have at some college? You know, that's that, also dangerous too. That is crazy. <laughs> so they will uh, run a quarterback keeper here. Yeah, is, the quarterback is the options. That one that I'm not a big fan. The quarterback runs in. If he's going to pitch it, he's going to two hand underhand it. It just doesn't. I'm an old fashioned option guy. You know, go online, make the pitch. I'm not into this newfangled two-handed. Uh, just do the pitch like, you know, the Oklahoma Sooners and the Cornhuskers have done for decades. Probably Georgia Tech will throw them in there as well. But uh, but anyway, yeah, it's nice to see some young plays, players playing. The good thing about a quick game like this is that, again, less plays for your players, give them a chance to uh, – to not get as beat up as they normally would in a hard-fought game. Right, that's that's so. the thing that I hate about them calling these timeouts is, you know, with the concussion risk and all the other things that we know, phys- the game of football has become more physical, and now we're adding a few more plays, and it doesn't seem like a lot, but those few more plays seems like that's when people get hurt. Yeah. And so, you know, if it was a 10-point spread, I might feel a little different, but with it being a 38 nothing score, I, I don't agree with them calling the timeouts here. So this will bring up a third and nine. Clock stopped a minute, 49. As they'll split it out with two receivers on either side of the play. They'll have to actually have three up top, two down low. Is that Shear back there, quarterback? He will roll to the far side looking downfield. He's going to throw it up to his receiver, incomplete. We'll bring up a fourth down. And another timeout. So that but is hey, they're going to get the ball out. back. They're going to have a chance to do something with it. So, uh, yeah, not a bad looking uh, play through there. Empty backfield. So, Shear basically just dropped so back, rolled a little bit to his left, throw to that deep flag pattern. Just a little bit outstretched, uh, well is, covered by the Mustangs. So that's that's their third. Yeah, that's. What do you think the odds are here? We see a fake punt. Nah. Hail Mary. There's one guy. <laughs> Weren't you the same guy that said to kick it when they scored the touchdown? Our, you know All what? Right, our, we're not listening to you. Our press box, they brought some candy up here to us. I think the yeah, sugar's, shame sugar's, on them. Sugar's getting to some I of these guys doctor's up appointment here. coming up. They're going to be measuring my blood sugar here. That's a bad thing. You never, so, have, never have a doctor's appointment that close to Halloween. Right. Especially when they're definitely measuring your blood sugar. <laughs> so it'll bring up a fourth Tip, and nine. Helpful tips of life for Mike Freeze. <laughs> 
So it'll be fourth and nine here. We will have an empty backfield. Is that uh, that is Evans? But I say you go for it. You just pick up the first down and move on. So he will step back and pooch kick it as it will be caught at the 48-yard line. As the man makes a couple miss, he'll be oh, on the far wow. side, has a return. He's, He's got, got a whole got lot of room. Somebody just took down Evans, and they're ripped his towel oh. off as he will be caught. The return man will be caught near the 10-yard line. Wow, nice return that time. So that uh, sets him up in good field position. Yeah, it was well covered. Good kick, nice and high. Um, well covered by the Eagles that time, but he uh, ran to the left and did a little spoon move, made some value miss, and then there was a race to the sidelines. And good job of the Eagles to keep that. I thought he was going to have it clear, clear to the end zone here. So ball will be spotted. So we got timeout by at the nine yard timeout? line. No timeouts. Okay, so for why are we? Eldon. All right. Yeah, the officials, officials, I think, are trying to stop the clock. But it shouldn't stop because it's a 38-0 advantage. So referee will call a timeout to let everybody get set. Yeah, okay. So now it'll be a handoff to Shepard as he will bob he and weave, and he yeah, will be in there, there the for a nine-yard touchdown. But a flag down on the 10-yard line over here. Uh-oh. Against us, someone in the press box is saying we didn't get enough, didn't get everybody off the field. Does the shutout stay or does it go? Does it stay or does it go? (laughs) So, we're trying to get some clarification down here. They're still having a conversation, trying to figure it out. Yeah. So it is declined, so yeah. the touchdown stands. Is that legal participation? Participation? I think I threw in an extra syllable in that word there. All right, so nice job, Mustangs. You know, got to give them credit. Run hard. You know, their, their running back has not had a ton of room to move, and he keeps his feet moving, so that time he did a good job of hitting the hole. So Shepard. Looks like Ross is still trying to plead his case to the referee, the head official, but nothing. Uh, I don't think he's going to win. It's like, Coach, you're still winning 38-6. to six. You know what? These are the kind of things, though, that you remember later on and remember for future years. So 46 seconds on the clock. Looks like they are going to go for two here. Yeah, might as well if you're the Mustangs. So Hess will be in shotgun. He will get the snap. He'll give it off to a new ball carrier who will be held out of the end zone. Two-point conversion, no good. Yeah, that's one of the other Beanlands. There's uh, three Beanlands on the Mustangs roster. So uh, we saw quite a bit of them last time that they came here, but not so much tonight. So anyway, good job of the defense. They tried just to do a quick uh, you know, counter off the right-hand side. We'll cover by the defensive line and the linebackers to fill the holes up. You know what I would like to see here is let's just see Southern Boone run this kickback. Sure, sure, sure. That'll work. I got a feeling they're probably going to onside kick it. Probably. Just need to cover the ball well and maybe just take an E victory formation. And we'll. 
Call it a night. So they score 38 to 6 in favor of Southern Boone. At this point, our game has been over for some time. Here, the crowd getting a little hostile. Yeah, right what's going on here? We got the Trevin Ulrich. He's upset about something. Mr. Donigan is always cool and calm as, as he always is. I will say this the student section, they did a great job of coming up with all these construction worker vests. I, I like the theme. Yeah, yeah I like they, nice they came theme, to work. You know? They came to work. Not everyone's got a hard hat on. Those must have been harder, probably more expensive than this, the worker vest. But uh, the students have done a good job week in, week out, coming out, being loud, being into the game. So really appreciate that. That, that goes a long way. So Southern Boone has one guy back. The other 10 are within five yards of each other at the 50 as they will try an onside kick. And it is going to get past the first wave, and it'll be recovered. Is that McKee with it? Your guess is good as mine. But, yeah, well covered. Good job. The ball was taking some nope, crazy bounces. That was a different number. Who was that? He's 45, got, Jennings. Nope, that was Jennings. Jennings, Jennings yeah. had it. Good job, Jennings. Jennings is pleading to go out go out on offense. Like, what formation are we running? I want <laughs> to go out. I don't think he's going to All right, so back. no timeouts left. This should be, uh, you know, take a knee or just a run a dive, something simple. Looks like we do. Yeah, they got Ashen in there, victory formation out of the shotgun. So you don't see this victory formation very much. I, I don't know the last time I've seen the shotgun. I'm not sure. I, saw I don't know that before. Seen this? Yeah, uh, it's been a minute, if you know, not a for, lifetime. For, for the stat people, we just lost five yards there. Yeah. So shotgun, snap it, and take a knee. All right, so that's going to be the game right there. Uh, great game by the Eagles. Great job of the offensive line. Really impressed with our offensive line tonight. Got some new faces in there. Did very very well. Hayden Insley at guard. Uh, Noah Rison at right tackle. Both. Did an excellent job in there. So uh, good job of the Eagles. So you get to play another week. Absolutely. It's uh, time winding down, and that goes final. As Southern Boone wins by a score of 38-6 to here. As they win the first round of districts, they will live to see another day. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll get into your postgame show as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on Class 3 District 5 action here on the Show Me Sports Network. You've been listening to Southern Boone County Eagles football on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. Exclusive play-by-play coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by... Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, Sawdust Studios, Southern Boone Booster Club, and Zealous WBGT. The biggest and absolute best coverage in Mid-Missouri continues as you're just moments away from the exclusive post-game show. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. We need you. We need you. We need you. We need you. Now more than ever. 
The Southern Boone School District is hiring part-time bus drivers for route athletics and activities with no experience necessary. Our drivers enjoy flexible work hours, paid on-site CDL training, and paid time off, all while helping our community. The position offers competitive pay. Go visit sbschools.us slash employment. We need you! This is the Southern Boone County Eagles postgame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew will discuss their thoughts on tonight's game as well as look ahead to the next action for the Eagles. Exclusive postgame coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. Last Sentinel Firearms. Retrieving Freedom. Sawdust Studios. Southern Boone Booster Club. And Zealous WBGT. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. Now let's go live to the field to the Show Me Sports Network broadcast booth. And Southern Boone takes the... Score by final, uh, final score 38 to 6 here as they move on through uh, quarterfinals action. They will play in semifinals as they will play on the road next Friday. They will be at Moberly, Moberly the number one seed as they will match up. And we'll have the broadcast of that game. We'll talk about that a little bit later as taking a look at the uh, scoring summary here in the contest. Well, it was uh, Southern Boone and often Southern Boone as they started off the game with a 12-yard touchdown pass from Evans to Morris. That uh, PAT was good by Salter. That made it a 7-0 score with 4-13 left to go in the first quarter. That was a 7-play, 66-yard drive. Then they would score again on a 50-yard touchdown run, that by Dapkis. That was a one-play, 50-yard drive. That game with 6.6 seconds left in the first quarter. That made it a 14-0 score with the Salter PAT. That took us to the end of one quarter. Then Southern Boone would score again on a 12-yard touchdown run by Bowles. The PAT by Salter was good. That was a four-play, 21-yard drive. Sorry, that was a yeah four-play, 21-yard drive. That was a 7.58 left in the first half. That made it 21 to nothing. And then Southern Boone would score again on a 34-yard touchdown pass from Evans to Morris. That was a fourth and 33 play, and they picked up the 34-yard touchdown. PAT by Salter was good. That was an 11-play, 83-yard drive that came with 20.4 seconds left there before halftime. That made it a 28 to nothing advantage in favor of Southern Boone, and that would take us through to half. Then in the third quarter, we had a running clock all of the second half of action, or most of this, most of it, at least to the last, uh, what, 30 seconds or so. Southern Boone would score in the third quarter, a 12-yard touchdown pass from Evans to McKee. PAT by Salter was good. That was a nine-play, 53-yard drive. That came with 7.45 rather left in the third quarter. That made it a 35 to nothing score. Then in the fourth quarter, Salter would hit a 20-yard field goal. That would take it to a 38 to nothing lead for Southern Boone with 10.45 left to go in the ball game, and then Eldon would score on a nine-yard touchdown run by Shepard. The two-point conversion was no good. That was a one-play, nine-yard drive that came with 46 seconds left before the end of the game. That made it a 38-6 to score, and that is where our score went final 
by the 38-6 margin. So a good game for Southern Boone, a good momentum builder. As see uh, Coach Ross down there running through the, the uh, remainder five students that have stayed, running through the tunnel, getting some uh, good pats on the back as he gets the first win of his career in postseason play here for Southern Boone. As we talked in our pregame show, everybody starts at an 0-0 record now. And uh, his squad has been able to move to 1-0, which is exactly what the goal was, exactly what they were looking to do here to start the uh, district play in Class 3, District 5. As uh, they knew their job, they did their job, I think, quite well. There's a few things they need to clean up, but overall, good night. Taking a look at some of the other stats for the for Eldon, they had nine first downs, 11 for Southern Boone. Eldon threw two interceptions, no interceptions for Southern Boone. Neither team had any fumbles either. Three penalties on Eldon. There were six, I should say, accepted. There were six accepted on Southern Boone. For Eldon, they were four of 11 on third downs. They were one of six on fourth downs. For Southern Boone, they were four of eight, so 50% on third downs. And they were two of six on fourth downs. Two sacks were given up to the uh, Eldon quarterback. He also had four knockdowns and five hurries, just one hurry. So relatively pretty clean game for Evans for Southern Boone as he had some good time to uh, survey the defense back there as uh, had some patchwork offensive line, had some new guys in positions they've never played in or at least haven't played this season and really impressed with what they did. I mean, no, they gave up no sacks and uh, no knockdowns, just the one hurry. That's a pretty good day in uh, in my book. I think by any's book, that's pretty good. Yeah, they look really good. Uh, got some good playing time for some new fresh faces there. Uh, hey, Dinsley, first time he's played as a freshman on offensive line uh, at left guard, uh, replacing uh, Dylan Niles. Uh, Noah Rice did a good job on the right-hand side. That gave uh, the other lineman a chance to get some breaks. Um, and then something I noticed uh, last week as well this week is uh, a couple di- couple players were doing some two-point stances that were helping their game uh, Alden B- or Boyce is one of them that, that looked really good firing off the ball in a two-point stance uh, you, you don't really see that very often in high school football you see it all the time of course in the NFL and college where a lot of the passing it you know, a lot more passing plays but it's a good good job all the way around um, since our game not last very long. I don't have a ton of scores out there, but we still have an exciting game happening in Boonville. Boonville is up 28 to 19 on Fulton. Fulton just got a pick six in the last few minutes to get them within nine. Let's see. We got uh, California and Borgia Knights. We're tied up at 21. Uh, North Callaway was up 38 to 28 over Father Tolton. Fairgroves beating Versailles 24 to 14. Hallsville was one thirty-eight to nothing. That's the only other game I got a final on. Fayette is uh, looking like they're going to put a kind of a rude ending to Russellville's great season. They have uh, they're up forty-six to eight. So this is Russellville's one of their first or second years playing varsity. So they've done a good job in a short period of time. Cole Camp is up forty-two to twenty over Harrisburg. So uh, that one looks to be final here pretty soon. Uh, no update on Odessa, but they were up 56 to 13 last I checked. Helias was up 27 to nothing last time I saw. Battle is a final. Um, they beat Capital City Cavaliers 34 to 14. So good win for the 
for the Battle Spartans. They were two and seven going in tonight, whereas Capital City was seven and two. Again, another program that would have had a uh, a good start. And lastly, Rockbridge beats Hickman, 42 to zero. And I'm going to pass off my headrest to the man of the hour. That's right. That's right. So a lot of uh, interesting games happening around the area. Again, uh, most of them are not final yet, but we'll keep working on uh, trying to get some of those finals as we go. As we're joined by Southern Boone head coach and Mark Ross. Coach Ross, congratulations. You uh, you know, new regime underway. Get the first win here in postseason. How's it feel? Yeah, r- really good. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really happy for these kids and and all the hard work that they put in, um, you know, to be moving on to the next round is, is always important this time of the year. And um, they're, they're excited, and I'm excited for them. Absolutely. And we talked about it, Mike and me did, during the broadcast. It seemed like you guys were having a lot of fun down there. Really, you were able to call up some different plays, some things we hadn't seen, and things were just working. You had players in different positions. They did well. They excelled. That's got to give that boost to be able to just – pick some something out of the playbook and say we're going to run this yeah absolutely um you know i thought the guys did a really nice job of of executing all night long um whether it be offense defense special teams um it was really pretty sound across the board and a lot of positive things that happened tonight and um just just really proud of the guys and the way they played we saw uh, some freshmen step up and and have some good quality time as well uh, uh brady dapkis had some great plays also insley was in there just that makes me so excited for the future of the program because you've got some studs that are going to be here. Yeah, you know, and, and we still, uh, from a special team standpoint, um, Jay Stroth played a lot of reps on special teams tonight. Uh, Hudson Talley, um, you know, and a handful of other guys, um, you know, our, our young guys are, are very talented and um, we're, we're really excited for the future of the program. Absolutely. And, of course, I want to ask you about the uh, fourth and 33 play that goes for a 34-yard touchdown. Again, it's the Evans-Morris connection, but i got to say it's electric and a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, just just very impressive to, to watch uh, what Chase does when that ball's in the air. Um, and some of the plays that he makes, you know, a 5'6 guy on a 6'3 kid, um, and to, to come down with that thing is, is just really impressive. And, um, AJ did a nice job of extending the play and, and putting the ball where it needed to be and um, just just a lot of fun to watch. Well, we also saw another play that was just about uh, a uh, touchdown for Austin that uh, I don't know if it was a busted play or what, but he ended up almost doing a 360 and took it off here to the near side and uh, got down to the goal line. I don't know if that's how it was scripted up, but we might think about adding that to the playbook. Yeah, the old uh, whirly bird there. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's it pretty nice to – to have him back there and be able to do some of those things. We, you know, that's one of those plays that we call an attaboy play. Hey, attaboy, but don't do it again, you know, so. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know, as we talked about it in our pregame, you got to have a short memory um, at this point. You look at uh, everybody is, is 0-0, your season's on the line. You guys got the job done. You moved to 1-0, but it's kind of that same mentality. You have to, you know, have a chance to, to relish in the victory tonight but then get to work here pretty quick. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and that was that was exactly what I told the kids was, you know, you got to kind of wind the, the clock back here again, you know, back to zero and zero. And um, our focus has to be on Moberly and, and do the things that we need to do to come out with a win there. 
and you know, for all intents and purposes, the shutout didn't happen on the board. But in my mind, it's still a shutout. Obviously, that's some of the uh, uh, the politics and the the chess match of sorts. But still, you know, it, to me, it's that thirty-eight nothing win. That's a big confidence booster. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and and we felt like we could have continued to do some other things, and um, but we felt like the right thing to do was to. Uh, not really worry about that situation, and um, you know we had, when we had the varsity guys out there, um, they did pitch shut out, and just really proud of the way the guys played. Absolutely. Well, any final thoughts before you get out of here? Hey, we're uh, we're gonna enjoy this one, but um, we're we're looking forward to Moberly and and hope to see everybody there. Absolutely. Well, coach, appreciate you coming up and chatting with us. We'll let you go uh, celebrate and enjoy the uh, postseason win here, and uh, you know let's keep the train rolling. No reason to stop next week. Yeah, sounds great. Thank you, guys. So that's head coach for Southern Boone County Eagles and Mark Ross. Appreciate him taking time to come up and chat with us here. I know he's got lots of other things that uh, he wants to do after the game. Appreciate him taking time to come up and, and talk to us up here as Southern Boone gets the 38-6 to win here over the Eldon Mustangs. That'll set Southern Boone through to the semifinals round next week as they'll travel to Moberly. We're going to take one more quick break, and then we'll be back as you're listening to exclusive post-game coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the home of the Eagles, the Show Me Sports Network. At Southern Boone School District, our educators do more than just teach. Lives are being shaped for the future before they even enter a classroom. For students to succeed, it takes an entire district-wide team. Our students need you. Join Southern Boone School District's team today. Now offering competitive salaries and benefits for all positions. Visit ashland.k12.mo.us and click on the employment tab. Fans, when you attend a high school game, do you stand at attention during the national anthem? Do you cheer a good play by the opposing team? If your team loses, do you take it well in stride? If you have answered yes to any of those questions, you are showing positive examples of sportsmanship. Don't forget that when you attend high school events, young eyes are watching you for examples of acceptable behavior. By making a conscientious effort, you'll be helping our students grow into better citizens. This message has been brought to you by your friends at the Missouri State High School Activities Association and this local radio station. Well, we're still waiting to see if maybe a few more games go final here. As we said, Class 3, District 5 action. As Southern Boone knows, they punched their ticket through to the semifinals round. As uh, we'll be on the road next week at Moberly. That'll be the number one seed, Moberly, hosting the number four seed for Southern Boone. And uh, the Booneville and Fulton game, Booneville number three, Fulton number six. Their game not final yet, but uh, what was the score we last had on that? Uh, Booneville was up 28-19. to 19. Fulton just had a pick six before that score to get uh, closer but uh haven't seen any score update since then but i'm looking well that's a whole lot closer i think than many people expected it would be the winner of that game will go on to face mexico at mexico in mexico number two seed so mobile and mexico both having a uh, bye week this week but 28 25 with 256 to go as of seven minutes ago so they're they're coming down to the wire, you know. Good Very for close. good for Fulton. They've had a program that has. Uh uh, had some struggles, I guess would be the best way that I could word be, it. That's a very so very good positive, for them. They yeah. got their first win last week. They've got some momentum going in, and it, clearly they're holding their own with Boonville, which is good for them. So 
we will uh, keep an eye on that. But I think that's going to wrap us up uh, for this week. As any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, looking forward to traveling up north to Moberly. Uh, they got a, they got a, a nice uh, field up there, and just uh, you know, again, we're fortunate that most of our away trips are pretty short, and not terribly long. Right. So yeah, do they have the blue turf there? I can't they, remember. Yeah, I think I've only been there one yeah, time. Blue turf, for right, Coach Tracy? Moberly. I think so. Just a highlight. Just okay. No. It's been it's been it's been a minute since I've been up there, yeah, so it's been a I couldn't of years, remember. So anyway, but yeah, no, it's a, they have a nice facility there, so look forward to being there. Hope people show up. If you can't, listen to us. Absolutely. So we will uh, tomorrow morning. I'll uh, get up and and we're actually going to be heading out of town for some family stuff. But I'll put in the request to get our credentials for the broadcast, and we'll be good to go as well. Pre-game next week with our pregame starting at about 6.30 and kickoff coming at 7 o'clock. As, uh, it's been our pleasure for Mike Freeze and myself, Blake Gasway, for the Show Me Sports Network. It's been our pleasure bringing you the broadcast tonight of Class 3 District 5 quarterfinals action as Southern Boone gets the 38-6 to win. We will uh, be off the air until next Friday with pregame starting about 6.30, kickoff at 7, as uh, number one Moberly will be hosting the Southern Boone County Eagles. So for Mike Freeze and the Show Me Sports Network, I'm Blake Gasway. Until we talk to you next Friday with pregame about 6.30, so long and have a great rest of your evening. You've been listening to the biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Southern Boone County Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network and the Eagles Radio Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are the ones that know your Eagles the best. Exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. Last Sentinel Firearms. Retrieving Freedom. Sawdust Studios. Southern Boone Booster Club. And Zealous WBGT. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at ShowMeSportsNetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network and the Eagles Radio Network, your exclusive home for Southern Boone County Eagles football.
serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyright by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited.